And once again, a massive thank you to all of our supporters over at patreon.com forward slash 878 Survivor FM. Our $10 supporters, Scale Speeder Gaming, Dick Donovan and Kenny Baker, and our two $25 supporters, Jake Snow and twitch.tv forward slash redfreedom3739. Thank you for your support, and we hope you all enjoy the show. We are live in five, four, three, two, one. And welcome to episode 66 of the Daisy Podcast. We are joined today, as usual, by Mark. How are you doing, buddy? Doing wonderful. Hope you're all doing well. Good to see you again, mate. And in Thank his you. first show, and apparently nervous as hell because I have that effect on people with my stunning good looks. Lad, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing all right. Yeah, I'm just, just. <laughs> no, I'm I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Sadly, neither of our guests uh, for the players episode have turned up. Red Freedom did message me earlier in the week, um, saying something came up family wise. I think it was so he wouldn't be able to make it. And Dr. V93 is just MIA. So if he joins us, uh, we'll get him in. But uh, sadly, um, players are missing out on a voice this week. So it doesn't matter. We've still got lots and lots to talk about, as always, don't we, Marks? Oh, yeah. Always something to keep us going. And as um, Ike said in chat, welcome to Dorkville. Population us. Sincerely, Mayor Boydie. <laughs> Ike's feeling particularly spicy today. Hey, dorks. Hey, buddy. How you doing? So I want to start off with um, something we were discussing uh, in chat before the uh, show actually started. Um, lad, you were discussing the X2K server. Yes, yes. We, um, As I was saying before, um, we, we started our next alpha run yesterday, and so far, it's gone pretty good. We're getting some good um, feedbacks and some, obviously, uh, mixed feedback. Just for everybody who doesn't know what XDK is, it is um, an interpretation of the best elements of Tarkov and DayZ. And the way that we are trying to build on it is that every weekend, we are going to be opening alpha runs for our players to... Um, test our um, systems, like um, our hideout system and how our maps function and whatnot. And then once everything, all our core features is in place and it's working properly, we move on to a beta phase, which is, means that the servers are open constantly. So anyone can come in and have a look and play as usual. And so far it's doing really fucking well. <laughs> we were very surprised in how well it's took off um considering there's other like uh, servers out there like rearmed uh, i believe marks you've done a video on them as well yeah. um you know how they've been doing kind of something similar um in the past but design flow from rearmed is also working with us as well and it's really 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 fucking cool but even if that just by itself having the two of those biggest tarkov servers out there at the moment you know, putting their ideas together. I mean, yeah, win-win situation. Yeah, it's, right? it's it really is. And um, there's there's been a lot of really insightful ideas being you know tossed around, and um, you know, not a banana. The absolute bloody saying that he is. He's been doing really, really top-notch work, especially with the hideout system. I wouldn't have been able to fucking do it. Not a chance. I'm useless at coding. 
I, I focus more on like the the um the modeling texturing side and soundscape side kind of so- stuff yeah um but but yeah so like you know um don he's been doing videos about it we had a another stream called gecko fish and exclusion we've had rav players on it and you know we've we've had a lot of really really cool players coming in playing giving us a lot of like i said feedback and whatnot and so it's still pretty much in um alpha or beta then yeah yeah we're still in the alpha phase right now um we're probably going to be shutting down on monday to um work on bug fixes to reevaluate kind of like the the stuff that we've done obviously based on the user feedback that we get um so yes that's that's kind of like how we do it we want to make sure that um every single time we have a server open for players that it's a fun and enjoyable experience and the last thing we want to do is just push a random project out there and it falls flat on its face we want to try and generate a little bit of hype want to try and generate you know that kind of like anticipation but have something really unique like Kafiana, he's been implementing systems that's gone into his um, EOS mod into XDK, uh, mm-hmm. like the snow clutter um, that uh, Chinaris is going to have. But yeah, it's 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 pretty it's pretty goddamn it's pretty goddamn good to be fair. I, d- I did like what Taco's wrote in chat in Alpha State, just like Daisy is still. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, some things never die. <laughs> But, so, um, what's been some yeah, of the major so, hurdles you guys have had so far? Uh, the hideout was recently one of them. Um, we wanted to try and create the perfect blend because, obviously, in Escape from Tarkov, you have your dedicated hideout system, and you can do all sorts of stuff with that. Obviously, with Daisy, you're very limited with that kind of space, and trying to create that kind of system while also creating all the different kind of maps, because eventually we will run out of space, because the way it functions, it's, it's one giant, like, one giant map. And it's, like, a bunch of mini-maps plotted around. And how, how, how do I put it? It's it's just trying to get all of that working together in one. Um, there's also, you know, the issues of, like, some of the mods that we're using, some of the weapon mods that we're using, they're not really compatible with, say, like, S Gunplay, for example, which is, by the way, a fucking fantastic mod. It is mm-hmm. uh, sublime. Yeah. Um, and that's a hurdle that we're having to face right now. Um, trying to get, obviously, the traders to work in the perfect way is very difficult. Because, obviously, players, they all want different things. They all want, like everything in one trade in some place you know they want um they they want like progression and we're kind of going for that kind of thing we want progression we want players to feel like every single time they go on there's more stuff to do so that's that's kind of like what we're trying to achieve and it is very difficult it is very difficult but as i said a calf before we'll, we'll we'll get there we'll get there in time yeah yeah, what's, um, what's this about elevators? Oh, yes. <laughs> okay, so elev- the elevators is kind of like one of our major features uh, that goes to the hideout. So instead of like 
like in Tarkov, you have a menu where you just like go to hideout. In Exdecay, in the Trader City, you have access to an elevator room. Where and that's where like Don a, is now in the Trader City. Yeah, yeah, in the video, yeah. So, and the elevators they assign a stash to your Steam ID, and when you go inside, the elevator doors shut. And then after a few seconds, you get teleported to your hideout. Then the elevator doors open and you're then in your hideout. You've got access to your stash. And the whole concept behind it is we wanted to try and have a seamless transition between the Trader City and your hideout. And so far, not many, if any, servers have done that successfully. Um, you know, the, the brains behind all of that system was not a banana. Like I said, I can't give that man credit enough for it. But obviously it's, even that's like in early stages, we're still trying to make it a little bit more better in terms of like functionality and whatnot. Because the way that it works is that you can have a group come with you or you can go solo. And if you have like a whole bunch of people you don't want in your elevator, you just punch, you know, descend solo. It kicks everyone the fuck out of your elevator and it just takes you to the hideout. So we have anti-griefing kind of stuff in there as well, which is something our players really, really wanted. Now, buddy, just so you know, in the video that you're watching of Don, it doesn't, when he made that video and would have been around the same time I'm in mine, this elevator system and stuff wasn't implemented yep. in mm -hmm. that version of the build, just so. You know, um, <laughs> I, I, one thing I just thought of as well, because I was watching Pestilli just before this play Tarkov, and yeah. I know from watching him in Tarkov that when you go to your hideout, there is a part where you can go to a shooting range to test yeah. maybe an attachment or a gun or something like that. Something like that would be quite cool to see in the hideout on Daisy. I don't know if it's even possible, but you know, where you could say buy a certain gun. And you wanted to test the recon stuff with the S gunplay mod, because most people might be <clears> familiar <throat> with that mod. Could be something cool to to do. Yeah, we we have talked about having a firing range, and we've even talked about how we would kind of like implement it. Uh, because the way that we like to do things as much as possible, we like to create as much custom assets um yeah. to make it more unique and whatnot. So we we want to do that at some point, but it's not on our priority right now. Yeah. Maybe probably is in the beta phase. We'll have like a separate section where you can go in, you can you know try like try out your your attachments and whatnot, and have somewhere dedicated to obviously test everything before you go yeah. out into your in your raids. So yeah, we'll eventually get there. <laughs> yeah, it'd be cool. It'd be cool to see at some stage. Yeah, we, we, we've we've spent a lot of time, we've spent a lot of effort on it. And, you know, recently we opened up our third server um based in the US because there was there was a lot of um there was a lot of love from our American players. Um and you know, servers that they're expensive to run. So we 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 ran a campaign, it was just like, right, if you want a US server we're completely open and transparent. This is how much it costs. If you want it, you're going to have to donate for it. And within like a couple of days, it was done. And we were like, right, there you go, guys. Have fun. Happy days. And 
Yeah, and I think not this alpha run, but the last one, all of our servers were fully pop. There was like queues in the twenties and thirties. People were just raring to get on. People were complaining in the Discord that they were waiting hours and hours to get into the <laughs> server, and it was like, shit. <laughs> yeah, that happens. It was the same way. The exact same thing happened with Rearmed when <clears throat> my video on their server exploded. Like, but there was hundred hundred slot servers, and there was a seventy player queue. People were waiting four yeah. hours to get into the server. And some it's... people would wait the four hours, get into server, and the game would crash. Then yep. it starts all over again. It's like, oh my god, that must be just yeah. terrible. Yeah, it's it's it, it is absolutely horrible. And obviously, you know, I, I wish I could be like, right, just get in, have fun. But you, you can't, you can't do that. You you just have yeah, to be patient. Yeah. Um, and, is there know... going to be a priority queue thing set up whenever it hits? There already is. Some... Oh, already there's already a priority queue yeah so you can okay. um you can donate to get priority queue at the moment um it's a permanent priority queue until we mm. reach beta once we reach beta then it's a monthly kind of phase um yeah. for the priority queue um we want fun. to try we want we want to try and make like the um those kind of like perks really like good and unique as well so we're still like working on that as well but again you know we're, we're not in it for the money or at all, you know, Calf literally, mm -hmm. like, he, he advertised the project when he first started working on it, and I was like, right, I'm fucking in. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. And eventually, you know, more and more people came in. And it's it's so far, it's it's going really, really well. I, I can't really complain at all about it. You know, Calf's got a really good fucking idea going on. And, yeah. you know, it's not, it's not possible without the players. In fact, the development team and the staff team, you know, the staff team, they've been doing absolutely God's work the past couple of days. So, you know, props to them. So if any of them watching, well done. <laughs> yeah. I might have to uh, give this a try. Are there any servers in uh, the AU area or is it uh, the best for uh, us will be uh, US? Um, so we have two EU servers and one US server. We have expressed interest to open a server in kind of like the Australian Asian uh, mm -hmm. region, but we'll get to that like as time goes on, and you know the, the development obviously increases. Once um, I start my new job in July, um, I'll be donating and trying to push for that kind of serve because you know we've, we've got something good here and we want as many players to come on and play it and just experience it it doesn't look too uh bad you know don's in australia and he seems to be doing okay here i'm guessing he's playing on the u.s server um i believe he plays on the eu server yeah yeah i play primarily eu obviously because you know based in the uk and, you know, I've seen him on there a couple of times. Haven't met him in a game yet, but I have seen him in, like, the player lists and whatnot. And um, so <clears> far, yeah, he seems to be really enjoying it. You know, a lot of other content creators have been really enjoying it, which has been, you know, really nice. Um, you know, as a developer, you know, you spend a lot of time in working on, you know, projects and whatnot for, uh, like, a server, and you never know if people's going to like it or not, because you might absolutely love the idea, but if the players don't like it, then obviously it's got to be reworked. But so far, yeah. 
it's been really, really good. Oh, yeah. And you can even tell that from the, the server pop, you know, full servers constantly. It's yep. great. Great. It's, it's, Will you be it's, adding AI really uh, once those um, tools are available? Maybe. <laughs> no, yes, we are. We are going to be adding. Uh, the, the plan is is to make AI patrols um, in the flatlands, like around the airfield area. And what Kath and I have discussed in the past is that we want it so when you get detected by the AI patrols, the whole base goes on alert. You know, sirens start blaring. You know, all the AI start fucking rush towards your last known position. And what not so that would be cool. That was one thing I was thinking of is <laughs> just having sirens, whether it be as airfield or somewhere like that. I think that the server that needs sirens because that happened that had Tarkov has a lot of that stuff, thing, don't they? <laughs> certain sirens, certain things will happen, stuff. Yeah, so just we, that we more want to try and Yeah, we, we want to kind of um because obviously there's a lot of servers out there that is like, you know full-on rush you know players rush everyone just kit up as quick as possible we yeah. want to try and promote a more slower paced gameplay and um, which is why we have like as visual as gunplay stuff like that um we're yeah. constantly rebalancing our loot to try and like focus on more centered areas and we want to try and make players lives like mean a little bit more Mm-hmm. So you know when you when you when you first start on the server, you've literally got nothing. You have one free passport to the flatlands. If you mess up, there you go. <laughs> you mess yeah. up. Yeah, you you kind of yeah you're kind of in trouble. And obviously, you know every time you spawn, you know you do get that passport. But at the same time, like if you've got nothing in your you've got nothing in your ATMs, you've got nothing in your hideout, then it's just going to get more and more difficult. And eventually. You'll kind of learn because we don't have maps, we don't mm. have party mods, we don't have anything like that. So you are learning the map and the systems old school. Yeah. Which... So what happens if you die? Like if Don was to die now, what happens? Can he respawn in the? Yeah, yeah. So you would respawn back in the trailer city, and you'd basically um, restart the raid again. Unlike Tarkov, there's no um, time limit for your raids. So the, the 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 raid can go on forever. Um, we we aren't interested in trying to create like a timed um, section for that kind of stuff because with with DayZ it's 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 it, it's incredibly difficult to do something like that. So we're not going to try and implement something like that. Um, at least on the PvP aspect, I do have ideas for a PVE, but we'll see what happens about that one. We'll see what happens yeah. there. Oh, see, Don just got himself a kill there. So that other guy loses everything, and he's back with nothing mm-hmm. in the um, player city. Yep. Yeah, and we have um, we have dog tags as well. At the moment, they're kind of just like for sure, like you know, you you collecting like your enemy dog tags and whatnot. In the future, we're going to be making it um, so you can sell them, but their value increases depending on how how long you've been alive. So if you've only been alive for a few minutes, cheap as fuck, virtually no value. But if you've been if you've been alive for like a week or two, then that value really starts to go up. So you kind of like 
yeah, that's that's the that's the concept that we have. Obviously, we're still in the phase of trying to get that working and whatnot. Um, hopefully, we can have that done at least in the beta phase. But we'll just have to see. We'll just have to see how that goes. The, we've we've still got loads of items we want to try and implement, and at some point we'll be phasing out our weapon mods with our own. Um, Banana and I will be importing our own guns, and well, I can't make guns. Um, but calf can so we'll be making our own importing our own i'll be doing textures and we'll be trying to replace everything with our own because it'll, it's just so much easier to work with in that regard especially for like yeah. optics and whatnot i would say if you are replacing your own guns and maybe at some point down the road getting rid of all these different gun mods it'd be cool to see more unique guns that you don't see in every server you know, every server is like they all have their fifty cars, they all have their AKs and their M4s and all this stuff. Yeah. Like have them, but have maybe some unique pieces as well would be really cool to see. That's what I think yeah. a lot of service users are missing are unique weapons. Yeah, definitely. And I'll I want to address that, but quickly I just want to uh, address Ike D's question. Are there any legal concerns about battle? Yeah, state? I was gonna get to no. that one. No, there's no concerns like that. We're not trying to um, you know, rip them off directly. We, we obviously, we admit we are heavily inspired by what they're doing, but we're not going to go outright as to completely rip them off one by one. Um, you know, at the end of the day, it's a free mod on DayZ. You know, it would be in a different matter entirely if we were trying to implement, like trying to create our own game from scratch. That would be yeah. shaky ground, definitely. But so far, no, no, there's nothing there. But with weapons, yeah. Um, with 1.13 coming out with the best fire mode, which I am so fucking excited to work with. I've already had a look at how it works. Um, I'm going to be, you know, trying to create like um, some more like um, weapons with like the burst fire capability. I want to do more bull pups, even though, yes, the animations aren't there. But... Um, you know, we've we've put up with the lack of them for now. So, yeah. you know, I'm I'm not too bothered about that. You know, I want to create a FAMAS. I want to get an F2000 in. I want to get a TAR-21. I, I want to get, like, a, a proper AUG with, like, the different variants, like the A1, A2, and mm -hmm. A3s. Yeah. I want to get an L L85 in there, you know. Got to represent the shit has gone known to mankind. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, so we, we want to try and do a lot of really cool weapons, a lot of really cool ideas. Um, yeah. down the line, yeah. <clears throat> I'm excited for it. It actually looks quite interesting. Um, <clears throat> yeah, you know, uh, I've never really felt much of a um, compulsion to play Escape from Tarkov, but this I'd probably give a try to because, yeah. Now, what happens if you log out while you're in the play area? So it's it's just like Daisy, you know, wherever you log out, you'll you know you'll log straight back in. Uh, there's no issues uh, mm -hmm. in regards to that. Obviously, the only issue that we have is obviously when you combat log. Um, that's, you know, another thing entirely. Yep. But, you know, if, if you just need to, like, jump off quickly or something that, like that and you just want to get off for the night, you can just go ahead and log off, and that's perfectly fine. Yeah. Okay. Um, if anyone else in chat has got any questions about this, uh, what were you saying, Marks? Um, what I was going to say was, Watching videos of it is totally different to actually playing on the server. Totally mm -hmm. different vibes. So you are definitely worth, at some stage, 
hopping on, hop on with Don if he's available or wants to play or something like that. It's definitely worth going. It's definitely worth going in with a couple of players like his teammates and mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, I, I would definitely encourage like anyone who's watching you know this podcast right now or on YouTube later on. Um, I would highly recommend you go ahead and you play on the server. Um, you know, as Mark says, watching the video and actually playing is completely two different things. You'll get a proper yeah. feel for it, and you know we've we've got a lot of cool stuff that we haven't even discussed uh, quite yet, and you know you'll find out once you play on it, but. Yeah, so it's you, you've got to experience it firsthand. We've, not to sound a bit cocky, but we're onto something pretty good, and I, I can't wait for more people to experience it. I really can't wait. If you can share a link um, to the Discord um, in chat as well, um, and I'll get that off you as well, and we'll put it into the description of the video because this looks like something. You know, if people are getting a bit bored with Daisy. Um, this looks like it might be. Uh, a way to spice it up, try something a bit different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe what we need to do yeah. is make a Daisy podcast plays XFDK and we all hop on. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, yes. You want me to embarrass oh, myself? Yes. <laughs> the three of us yes. and Don. We'll get him on. I, I'll, I'll, I'll mention it after the show. It could be something funny. It could be. It, it actually it could be, could. If, especially if we do it in a hot tub. Yeah. Right. Oh man, don't don't get us fucking started. I'll get the best. No, I'm not wearing. I'll I'll wear a man key. Actually, no, I won't. Oh. <laughs> I'm good actually. But I uh, think that'd be yes. fun though. All of us have on players. You stream it, not stream it. Doesn't matter. Just you know, yeah. 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 Exactly. It's it's really good fun. I was I was playing earlier on today, on our second map because we've got two. We've got Flatlands and we've got Pisea Mountain Resort. Um, I got lost in the second map, even though it's smaller. I got yeah, I want to have a look at that second lost. map. Looks really cool. It's it's it is good. It is good, mm. and it's it's not finished yet. We we've got more stuff coming for it. Yeah, that's good. Definitely worth a look, folks. We'll um put uh, descriptions um uh, sorry links to the Discord and everything in um the description of the video as well. Um, okay. Now, The Running Man did a tweet during the week, which was actually a very, very interesting read. Um, let me just bring up. Um, so I've seen a lot of people talking about realism in Daisy and how it's uh, this type of game or another. Um, it was... Did you guys read it? I hope I was reading something that night. Um, yeah, I did read it. Um well, I tried to. <laughs> I tried to read it, but yep. uh, I, I got a pretty good gist for it, yeah. I actually found um, the, the basic premise of it to be bang on the money. Um, <clears throat> so many people, when things happen in DayZ, they'll blame it on this, they'll blame it on that, when if you look back at it, ultimately it comes down to a choice that you made yourself. You chose to put yourself in that position you chose to drop this weapon or pick this weapon up or or carry too much gear or you know in the, in the main case of the argument here um talking about plate carriers um you know you chose a plate carrier which reduces your stamina but now yeah it, it was just there was there was a hell of a lot to it um, i did like his um reference to dean hall's um hall's law back in 2014 
all things being mm-hmm. equal, a random interaction between human players will always be more compelling than one that is scripted. Yeah, too right, too right. Well, basically, what he's saying is scripted content's bad. No, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> scripted um, content has its place, definitely, but... When you're just playing the game, yeah, those organic interactions is what makes it. Like, there's a reason why, even though Daisy is not in a, well, it's in a good state, it's not in the best state. There's a reason we all keep playing it. And yeah, sure, it can be like, you know, just having a good life with your mates, but there's there's just something about, you know, you, you're just on Shinaris, you're just walking through the woods, and then you meet a player and you could either shoot them or anything could happen and it's it's just it's just brilliant and that there's been many times where i've like i've met people good friends of mine because of those kind of interactions and you just it's 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 good it's good i feel like people lose that idea sometimes and when it comes to the player carrier it's like I don't really know. I don't. I don't really know what I think about the whole player carrier situation. It's, it's Look, just. Uh, I'm at that part now where, um, with, when it comes to the play carrier, that now there's really not a choice. Yeah, if you don't have a play carrier, you're at a massive disadvantage. The the advantages yep. of the play carrier right now, and Mark, you're the PVP. You're amongst us. Um, you're mad not to take one, aren't you? Mm-hmm. The amount of times a play carrier save my life it's just insane and it doesn't matter you always have to if you see a play carrier you always have to take it it will save i say that every time to my chat when i'm streaming it it will save your life and it's done it multiple times done it multiple times on the stream and i'm always there like see chat told you it saves my life and yeah they're just they're not too bad in 113 um I know there's a lot of controversy about the knockout timing and stuff, but um, yeah, I think they're kind of all right nowadays. And they're a play carrier, so they're meant to be kind of OP. I, I call you yeah, a pussy. I mean, <laughs> play, play carriers over pussies. I mean, I, I, don't, I, I don't use play carriers, funnily enough. I don't use them. I, I prefer having the stamina to get around more I, I do protection. Too. I, I prefer and, you know, uh, storage. Base to uh, yeah. protection, but now yeah, buddy, you ha- go I mean, on. You have no, you have no stamina whether you have a play carrier or not because you're just filled with loot. Yeah, so it doesn't make any well, difference it, it, for me. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it does depend on who you are because the way that I play is that I I need what I carry and I carry only what I need. It's much of a Same stupid here. saying that is. So it's like, you know, I, I was playing on, I was playing an experimental, you know, just a couple of days ago and, um, and I found a play carrier and I was like, should I take it? Should I not? And I was like, no, I'm just going to stick with my, um, my field vest because I'd rather be able to get away from a firefight and sneak around them rather than just not having the stamina to do much of anything because obviously, you know, you have less stamina. So if you're trying to be sneaky and you're trying to like hold your breath, you're not going to have as much. And, you know, that kind a good of way to get around that. There's a little trick for that. Um, I've done it recently as well. 
So say you have a backpack which is full of gear, you have a plate carrier, two guns mm-hmm. on you, whatever. When you get into a PvP situation, you think of an area, say you're at Northwest Airfield, you pick an area at Northwest Airfield where you'll remember, you drop the backpack hidden somewhere there, gives you more stamina back, you'll get over half your stamina back sometimes, and then you're good to go and you have that extra stamina. And then when you're done with your PvP mm-hmm. fights, come back to where you drop your bag, pick it up, and off you go again. Yeah, I've, I've done... I. I do that only when I'm absolutely no other option and I need to get out of a situation. I'll I'll drop the bag. Yeah. I'll, I'll I'll carry what I need on my vest or on my pants or shirt or whatever, and I'll drop the bag. I can find any other kind of bag. And you know the way that I see it's like they might not have killed me, but they've got some loot, so maybe they won't start chasing after us more. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's the way. Or, that I do uh, it's it. it's another way by keeping like an SMG in your bag drop, and that's what you do, though. You can come back, and you know you have a weapon of some sort there, and you might be able to take them out. So there's always that yeah. second chance. Well, um, yeah. As, yeah. As, as Paul's saying in this um, bit longer of his, it's not even a, just a second chance with a plate carrier. It sounds like it's a third or a fourth chance. Now, he's writing there, um, and I'll, I'll need you to verify this, but yeah, I do know that a one-shot to the chest of a Mosin without a plate carrier is pretty much you're dead. Uh, but he's saying yeah, it takes right. four bullets to kill you now. With a Mosin, I think that depends on range as well. If you're up close, mm. it'll take, I think, two at most. Uh, yeah. if range, so if someone's got probably, an SVD uh, at close range, it's going to be all over oh, Red Rover fairly quick. But If they hit the yeah, shots. You're yeah, fucking yeah. Mince yeah. Mint. yeah you're fucking mincemeat. Yeah, if they hit the shots, you mincemeat, yeah. The way I think they balance that with one... 13, and we're looking at this from a vanilla point now, is while they have them on zombies, they're always going to spawn badly damaged. Mm-hmm. So there's going to be less protection there every time. Mm-hmm. And it's just going to work that way. Um, I didn't get a chance to actually see did they spawn by damage? So I spawned the experimental as I was already geared to the teeth. So. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I've I've encountered my fair share of the infected on the experimental branch, and those runners are fucking terrifying they're brilliant the 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 absolutely fantastic like whoever came up with that idea fucking well fucking done we needed that we needed the variation of infected and you know i I came across the the heavy infected with the plate carrier and everything like that on it and obviously me not really giving a shit about plate carriers and not picking them up i i didn't care I, i i killed it you know i don't really mind didn't pick up the plate carrier didn't need it but for those players who value the player carrier, I can imagine how difficult that might be because if, if you don't have a suppressed weapon, what do you do? Like, yeah, sure, you can melee it, but if you've got a screamer nearby and their range is what, like like 100 metres, their scream, you've got to be fucking Probably careful. Birds, yeah. And yeah, yeah, you've got to be very, very careful now. Yeah, I, I, I don't, I haven't encountered that, so I don't actually know how to answer that. But I always, I always say, since whenever they buff zombies, I think it was last update, wasn't it? They buff zombies. I was like, the meta is to carry either a suppressed pistol or a suppressed SMG until until you run out of ammo. You don't always have to carry, but you need that while starting off. If you find one, it'll save yeah. your life. Yeah, you absolutely do. Like in, in weapons like the Amphibia, or sorry, the the Mark II. Um, absolutely valuable now. Like, yeah, 
I'll always try and carry one as much as possible. I'll pick up as much 22 as I can get because even though the, the rounds are terrible against players, well, somewhat terrible, um, they're absolutely godsend against infected. And yeah, yeah, sure, it'll take a couple of shots to the head, especially if they're wearing like the helmet and that. But I'd rather have that than getting absolutely bloody shafted, you know, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, yeah, as Dump said, they only, like the, the, the play carriers only protect the, the vest and um, it, they, they don't protect anywhere else. They don't protect the sides or the back or anything like that. And, you know, of. Yeah, sure. You can you can tank full shot at a distance in in some cases. Um, you know, you you stumble. You know, once once you stumble, that's it. You, you you're fucked. So I do. That's actually a good question. Stumbling. I'm trying to think. Mm-hmm. In my because it it at the moment if 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 they've kept it the same, the only ones that make you stumble is three away, in the seven six two by five four. So even if you get like shot at a distance and you stumble, that's more than enough time for somebody to, like to finish you off. Like two two players, if they if they coordinate correctly, yeah, that's it. Yeah, I, even with a play carrier. So I didn't have a play carrier. And I did get shot at and I did end up dying, but I don't think I stumbled. Now they, they might have changed that where it's just a high power kind of rounds, like through like you were saying. Um, yeah, yeah, which but, I think is good. They, yeah, they done that in one point twelve because I th- I think quite a lot of the rants were doing that at first, but Every, then they changed it. Yeah. yeah, then they changed it, so it's only the, the really high powered ones. So it's 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 mm-hmm. good. I, I I like the changes and you know how OP the play carry is. I think what people need to take in consideration from the development team is that they are catering towards obviously vanilla. You know the the you know they've got to think about the the console players. You know the the PS4 players, the Xbox players, fucking whatever console they'll put it up to next. But when it comes down to it, console players having the plate carrier, God save for them. PC players, cool, tools. Yeah, like if you've got nothing else, great, but. If anything, it's a good reference for modders. So that's th- that's the way I think about it. Okay. This was an interesting um, little development during the week. The uh, code lock update. What was... Okay, we'll, we'll give people a brief summary. So the creator of code lock um, added a update to his mod where, as I understand it, every time you interacted with the code lock, a message would come up in chat um, basically saying that, um, yeah, uh, to support it, pay here. Now, I've got a couple of screenshots of that. You can see the text up the top there. Enjoy using CodeLock. Consider funding future development. There's a close-up of it. What was the uh, feedback um, that you received on that one, lad? <laughs> um. Yeah. 
people weren't happy. People, people, they they mocked him for that, and yeah. understandably so. Like, I I can I can understand that you want to try and advertise like your PayPal to donate um on, on your you know your Steam page. You know I, I do it. Um, I know you guys told me to do it on my last uh, visit on the podcast, so I did it. But to have it appear every single time you use the core lock, bearing in mind, you know, if you've got a base that's got like 15, 20 core locks, I've seen bases that have more, and having that pop up at the top all the time, it's a piss tick. And you shouldn't be doing shit like that. If The way that I see it, if you're going to have something like that in-game and you absolutely must have it, just have it in the normal, like, interface. Just, just, just just there nothing in your face every single time being in the way just just something like if if you like the project here's a donate link that's pretty cool but to have like a notification pop up every single time you use it it's just like no what, what was it doing? every time you use it every from, from every mine, time every time and yeah. what i thought was even funnier and I just found found extremely pathetic is that when people complained about it, he reverted the change and said he's not going to work on it anymore. And it's like, mm-hmm. d- dude, like, how fucking petty can you get? Like, that's it's just it's just I can't even fathom the words and how ridiculous that is. And yeah, sure, as you know, people discussed it in the in the in the podcast Discord. Like Mass, for example, you know, he he's one of the fucking unsung heroes of this, the modern community, in my opinion. You know, yeah, sure, if you don't have the donations, you might not have that incentive to continue working on your mods, especially you know, if you get you know a lot of shit. But when people complain about your mod in that regard and you say, right, that's it, I'm not gonna work on it, it's like Dude, just take the fucking hit and just move on. And if, if you're yeah. not if you're not gonna work on the mod, release the fucking source file so other people can continue it if you're really that bothered. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's the only decent cord lock mod on the workshop. And you know, obviously you've got expansions uh, version. But if you're gonna be that much of a twat, then just just let other people just work on their own version. Make it better, but it's—I don't know—I have pretty strong views about it. Yeah, um, it was. Um, he he went about yeah. it wrong. He's, it's it's just mm-hmm. like it's putting it straight in your face. Like, so yeah. you mightn't realize, but like on these PvP servers and such, where where you build bases, we've built bases where on one floor there's twenty five doors to get through. Yeah, you know, and it spirals around in the big S shape and everything. It's just everything to stop raids happening. If you're opening that every single time, and then you can put these code locks on safes and everything like that as well. So the amount of time you're interacting with these code locks is quite a lot. So you're going to be seeing that every time you interact on those locks. It's crazy. Yeah, it's 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 not a good way to go about it at all. There, there definitely could have been a much much better way of going about it, and a much better way of like saving your reputation because i'm pretty sure he's a he's a little bit of a laughing stock about how he went about it yeah but it does also raise like another question about you know money and modders which is obviously an entirely different fucking 
topic completely. Um, okay, I, I'm gonna. I, I want to interject before we move off of this topic. Mm-hmm. You're watching your favorite streamer. How often do messages come up about donations? Mm. Um, it's it's a given thing. Every time someone yeah. donates, an alert comes up on screen for most people. Now, the biggest name, Smoke, he doesn't. He doesn't have that sort of stuff come up, uh, but that's the culture that he's created. But 99 out of 100 streamers out there all have messages popping up in chat if you wish to support. Yeah, here's a link and all the rest of it. Someone does tips. Someone does donate. Someone subscribes. Someone buys merch. Bam, 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 bam. Yeah. Ads popping up in your face. Um, you go to YouTube. Um, you know, ads constantly popping up through videos. Most videos will have you know, three ads in a 10-minute video, one at the start, one mid-roll, and one at the end. Um, it's I, – I agree oh. he went about it wrong when, you know, you consider, like you said, Marks, <clears throat> you've got 25 um, – code locks in your base, plus ones on safes and all the rest of it, everything popping up. But I think it was a massive overreaction. It was a lot of entitlement culture of, you know, I think part of it is that people don't like to be reminded that they should donate to these sorts of things, um, you know, because it makes them feel bad because they don't. Um but at the same time, I, I, I think it was a massive overreaction, and I sort of understand why, as Dumpgrass says, he didn't remove it because he didn't get money. He got so much grief and shit, that's what made him think not to support it anymore. It was a case of he, his, his method was wrong, but the way people mm-hmm. reacted to him was just as, if not more, wrong. Yeah, there, so, there, was, there was definitely some comments that I saw. They were a bit, they were a bit ridiculous. Um and as Unhinged said, it's 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 not what he did, but it's how he did it. Like you know, I'm I'm a modder. You know, I'm you know I can advocate for modders to get more kind of like attention when it comes to like the the financial side of of modding. Obviously, it's not why you should get into modding, but you know, at, at the end of the day, like you know. Um, but why shouldn't you? You know, why shouldn't you? That's, 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 how many people started? No... How many people start a YouTube channel to make money from it? And not because yeah, it's just then, a hobby then, or something like that. There's two, two, two separate things here. And I'll, I'll explain it to you as simple as I can. YouTube has a monetization program built into that if you hit these certain goals, you're rewarded with this type of thing. You mm-hmm. can you, you don't have to get partnered. You can, you can go without it if you don't want to. Steam and modding doesn't have anything like that there. Like, you... It's it's very difficult to earn big bucks on YouTube. It's you know it's it, more, a lot of it is hard work. Some of it is also luck. Um, YouTube has this thing there. Same with Twitch as well. You know, with the partner program and affiliate and all that, they have programs here that when you hit certain goals, you can then start making money from it. Whereas mm-hmm. on Steam, there is no program there. There is no monetization program. Mm-hmm. They are far modern. So it's, I think a lot of people start, a lot of people seem to start blaming the players for not giving them money or donating or anything like this one. I think the focus, and they should be giving their blame to either Steam or Bohemia for, and asking them, why aren't you helping us in 
getting a monetization somehow or you know getting money this way or that way or anything like that instead of always giving out to the players because they just don't mm-hmm. want to donate you're right and and that's the climate that it is it's like um you know too many times have i heard people you know the talk about like content creators and whatnot you know that they, they 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 get the money from modders hard work why don't modders you know get money but it's at the same time it's like are you trying to advocate for a program for modders to get paid no so why the fuck are you complaining and it's that climate it's that climate at the end of the day it's like people firmly believe that modders should not get paid for what they do like content creators do they expect to put in hours countless hours on on projects and ideas to create what they want to create and and do it of their own free will because they're nice whereas i think that's bullshit and it's why like i advocate for a program you know i've already I've, i think i said it on the last podcast i was on like where a modder can choose whether they want to monetize their mod or not when they upload it. Steam takes a cut, Bohemian Interactive takes a cut. And and obviously there's still a lot of issues even with that idea, because it's like, how do people go about it? How how do you how do you pay for it? And it's 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 very, very, very difficult for something like that. Because obviously with like when you watch videos, you're just watching it. You watch it for free. And you pay with your time, and you oh, buy mugs. <laughs> and you pay with your time. You pay with your, you know, you pay the advertisers with your retention, and the advertisers then pay YouTube, which then obviously pay you. Just in that example, with modding, how how do you get how do you get money? You can't you can't watch, you, you can't watch a modder. You so can't just I, use them. You just can't. You can't yeah. use their mod and slowly gain that kind of like retention. It's 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 very 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 difficult to go about it in the right way, and it's probably why there hasn't been a proper program in place for it. But maybe if enough people in the modern community that care enough that advocate for the same thing, they can all sit down together to create the perfect plan. Propose it to Bohemian Interactive, and even if it does get shut down, at least the modders can say, "Look, we have actually tried." So far, apart from the podcast, I've seen little to no push for something like that, and mm. the issue just keeps popping up. It's like, why don't my don't modders get money? Why must they do this? Why must they do that? It's like, I'm sorry, but yeah. if you're not going to advocate for to solve the problem, why the fuck are you fucking complaining? Like, There's a lot of smart people in the modding community. A lot of smart people, way smarter than me. They could mm-hmm. easily create some type of system or a third-party website or something that where all the mods could go and all be listed up and stuff, and it runs ads off that website. And when mm-hmm. you click into a mod, there's more ads on the side. It's like the way YouTube does it or any other website on the planet does it. You earn money from those ads. Third party company gets a call. Well, so I'm just saying it as a website just to make mm-hmm. it easier. I don't know how it would actually work. Yeah. But say like uh, the website host gets a cut, modder gets a cut, and whoever else he's getting that gets a cut. It's all done, and you do it that way. And maybe they do it like YouTube or Twitch, where there's a certain thing. Right, when you hit these certain goals, then you can become a partner to the site, yeah. and then you can start making money. And that's how you do it. There's a lot of smart people out there that could easily come up with some kind of concept. Whether again it would work or not, mm-hmm. who knows? But yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's it, it it all comes down to like you know one single person can't do that alone. 
the modders, especially like the bigger name modders, and you know, I'm not one of them. You know, I'm not like highly regarded as say like Inclement Dab or Jacob Mango or not a banana and that, hmm. but if those kind of people, and I'm not trying to shit on them either because they're really, really nice people, if those kind of modders, those kind of people came together to try and work with Behemoth Interactive to get that compensation, to get that monetization, so they don't have to do weird, stupid tactics like the, the Core Lock mod, I'd say just just do it. Just try. Just really, really bloody try. Because in the end of the day... What's the worst thing that can happen? Behemoth Interactive says no. Steam says no. Well, even it's look like, at um, I've got up on the screen that I'm sharing with you guys now. I did a few polls during the week um, just to get uh, an idea for people. Yeah, only 42 votes. Um, but should monetized servers pay a fee to the makers of any free mods they use on their server? Um, overwhelmingly, yes. But the interesting one here, should BI set up a way for modders to monetize their mods if they meet a certain criteria, such as X amount of subscribers to a mod and X amount of time it's up for? 50% say no, no fees for mods. Yeah, that's a, that's a fee. I, I, I voted no for that because I wouldn't want to physically have to take however long it would take to connect my PayPal to a certain mod, then do this and that and that, whereas if there was a way where they could just run ads there's no fees. Nobody has to pay anything. They just literally have to sit on the site. It's the easiest. It would be the easiest way to go about it. Now, again, I don't know how you'd implement something like that. I don't even know if it's possible. Yeah. But that's your easiest way for it. Yeah, it's 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 like um, like for example, to to bring back up XDK, me and Calf talked about the whole like modding and and money situation, and what we want to try and implement is some kind of plan where it's like the mods that we use on our server with the money that we get from donations from the community we put towards the modders because without them you know without their content we couldn't create our server and you know we want to try and do that and i don't know if any servers even you know do that you know a lot of servers make a lot of money but i don't see you know modders get like you know a random donation saying thank you for you know having this mod for our server yada 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 blah 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 and it it just even 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 that like um that uh, poll it's how do I explain this? it it kind of shows how the current climate is but the good thing with that is that it can be changed it really really can be changed um but it's it just depends on how much people are really really willing to fight for it. Because What's the incentive the for people to go to a website for mods? These days, though, that's the thing. It's like when you when you've when you've got like games like DayZ, you know, you've got the workshop. It's the best place for it yeah. because you know for a fact that you know the the mods that are on there, you know, if there's any fucking fishy business, they get taken straight down. And Steam's got a pretty decent DMCA service whereas websites like you know certain russian websites when it comes to mods they they i i know that they literally steal other people's work and then um charge up the fucking yazoo practice these mods and it's like people fall for it so it's like how would you really go about it and the only way that i can see it happening is if it is done through steam but the last time that ever happened was with skyrim and that was fucking bad. 
that was really badly done. Yeah, I remember so it's, that. It's, it's, yeah, fucking hell. We, so it would really come down to, like, learning from the mistakes from that and trying to implement something new that pleases at least most people. That's the most difficult part. That's the most difficult thing. But it's good that the topic does get discussed and it's good that the conversation happens not only on the podcast, but in the community itself. And there, don't get us wrong, there's going to be a lot of people's like, mothers shouldn't get paid for their time. But at the same time, there's people who argue the opposite. And, you know, at the end of the day, it's like modding can turn from a hobby to a career. Just look at Daisy. <laughs> like, just yeah. look at what happened to Daisy itself. And, mod, the, the... and then it got bought out by Bohemia and created standalone. And, and the oh, gee, the you know. the thing with the donations part of it is like I, I have a donation link on my streams. It pops up in chat every once in a while. I never verbally mention it because comes off as begging i i don't it, yeah. it's there if somebody wants to click on it for any reason they can do i'm more than obviously i'm i'm as grateful whenever somebody does not necessarily i don't care for just sitting watch if we're having all having a good time that's fine by me people who just throw this thing in your face be like give me money for this mod now is like you know it's, no that's just putting it in your face it's not the way to go about it people no. don't like other people how do, how do you kind of say, people don't like other people or hearing other people complain about money if that makes sense no. like oh I have no yeah, money yeah, people don't right. like talking about money it's rude you know I never mention it anybody I know never mentions it and if you start mentioning it it's just it gets awkward and it's just yeah See, just that, that's, always, that's always that's uh, always frustrated me I I um, I'm very open you know the amount of times I've shown my revenue um, that I receive from YouTube and Twitch and all the rest of it. Um, admittedly, mine's small fry, um, but I, I, I just the thing that ilks me the most is the lack of people. Either they're not doing it, or if they're doing it, they're not making it public and leading by example of showing their support for. Like Daisy Devil says, okay, so if there was no mods, would most people still play Daisy? No, they wouldn't. We saw what it no. got down to, 3,000 concurrent players. Modding reinvigorated the game. I think it's incumbent on Bohemia Interactive to revenue share um, in some way, shape, or form, you know, whether it be a program that they enact, and as revenue comes in, a percentage of that is shared amongst you know, certain um, modders who've created um, a, you know, a, a certain element. And I think it's incumbent upon content creators and server owners who are making bank on content that is being made using mods. A, a, an onflow of that revenue to the people who are helping support what they do. Uh, and they should do it as publicly as possible Mm, I don't to, know to lead by practice. example. I, I, I don't. I don't like that publicly practice. Do it in private and donate and don't like. I I hate that when people are bragging. They're like, "Oh look, I just donated." I can't stand it. No, it, but, mean, but you don't need to brag about it. It's just you know, the way we do it on the show here. I think 
maybe, maybe it comes across as bragging. I'd never thought of it that way. But we get a bit of revenue coming in from from the podcast, and nearly all of it goes back out through fucking Patreon and stuff like that to supporting other modders. I wish I could support mm-hmm. more. Um, <coughs> you know, just and, letting people, and- even if it's only that they sign up to their Patreon, um, you know, some of the, the, the big mods like CodeLock, like fucking um, uh, community tools and stuff like that. Um, you know, server owners uh, in their discords um, have a list of mods that they um, subscribe to. So people who are subscribing to that server know that some of that money is going back to the creators. And, you know, yes, they um, obviously do a lot of custom stuff, um, but, mm-hmm. you know, there's a lot of inherent tools like like CF tools um, that, you know, Daisy uh, servers could barely function without um, community admin tools and so on. Um, and I would love to know, but that awkwardness about the topic of money comes up again, just how much money they do receive um, mm-hmm. to keep supporting um, that mod that they do. You know, Mass had a good comment in the Discord chat that eventually there comes a time, we've all had it with DayZ, where you just, you're not feeling it for DayZ as much as you used to. Now, for modders, particularly when they've got a successful mod like CodeLock, which is pretty much universally used by nearly every base building server out there, when that guy loses interest, what? He should just give it to free to someone else? The amount of time, you know, when you lose interest in your YouTube channel, Mark, are you just going to give it to someone else? No, you'd probably sell it. No, I wouldn't do it. But that's, that's, that's on you. But that's a successful channel. Why should it go dormant? You know, shouldn't you just give it to someone else so they can? No, there's 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 still this whole culture of um, modders should only do this uh, as a hobby, should only start it as a hobby, not with a view to being able to try to make money from it. And that's I know people are probably sick to death of me talking about it, but that's a culture that we need to change, and that culture <laughs> needs to be led by Bohemia Interactive content creators and um, modders themselves and server owners, there, sorry. Um, oh, never mind. Sorry, I found it. Yeah, because that's kind of like what we what we at XDK, we're trying to do. We we want to be public about it. We It's the way that I would put it. We want to lead by example. We want to give back to modders because at the end of the day, XDK is run by modders. You know, Kaf, you know, he's done Nature Overhaul. He's he's really fucking good at that shit. And then obviously you've got Not a Banana who, need I say more, and then you've got obviously myself, you know, who's been doing modding for like a year and a half now. And well, you know, Dumbgrass mentioning your flashlight mod, mate. Yeah, and I, I, I need to fucking finish that next update. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Like, you know, that was my first, like, serious mod, and, you know, it, it's gained somewhat good traction, um, and it was probably one of the hardest things for me to get into. You know, lighting in, in DayZ's, just as we know, it's not that good. It's not ideal, but I worked around it, and, you know... At first, it was like, yeah, I want to do it because I want to create shit. All I care about is making stuff. But, you know, once you realize you can make money off of it, you know, obviously you're going to be like, well, well, why not? And it wasn't until, like like I said, the last time I was on the podcast, I even started putting my, like, my PayPal details and whatnot on there. And, you know, I've done commissions from them till now. And, you know, I've, I've, I've admittedly, I've made 
a little bit of money to help us keep going. And at the end of the day, it's like during these times of all times, even just like five pounds or 10 pounds or just something, it means a lot to a modder. It means a lot to somebody who's like, who spends hours of their day, you know, if, if they, you know, if they've got nothing to do, you know, it's, it's something for them to do. And if they can get some kind of like a thanks, even just like verbal, like, like even just like a message saying, yeah, yeah, sure. And it's like, even if they say like, if someone says, look, thank you for making this mod, which I've had, but even just getting that kind of like five pound or 10 pound donation, it goes a long way. And yeah. Like I said, Mass, he's one of the unsung heroes. He's he's done so much stuff for the community in the past couple of years. And, you know, when he asked me to rework his guns, I was like, yeah, that's completely fine. And he was like, he was worrying about paying us. And I said, no, I'll do it for free because at the end of the day, I don't mind not getting paid for something like this. But if someone was to approach me and say, I want you to do this, I'll be like, right, okay. I want to get paid for it, though. But the yeah, difference between yeah. that is like... How, how, would I, how would I say it? It's like the difference between them two scenarios is that somebody is expecting a product for the end user, and the other one is just wondering about it. Kind of, for lack of a better way to go about it. Plus, also, Master's a good friend of mine, so uh, you know, I don't mind, you know... Mm, I owe them yeah. a favor. So, but yeah, it's, 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 it's kind of like, um, it's, it's, how would you put it? It's, it's a very, it's very wobbly ground when you get to that kind of topic. But what matters is how many people are actually going to push for a better change because it is going to benefit modders, might piss off some players, but at the end of the day, it's like, if it wasn't for modders, then you wouldn't be playing Daisy. Yeah. Everything's going to piss off. Something's always going to piss off someone. So it's, you know, yeah. if the overall majority yeah. are happy for it, then, you know. Yeah. It's like, it. It, it's like, you know, like yourself, Max, you could create like the absolute best video on YouTube ever created and you'll still piss somebody off. Oh, yeah. So it's Absolutely like, <laughs> yeah, I know. I've seen your comment section sometimes. <laughs> Yeah. Pretty rough. Yeah, so yeah, so it's 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 like you've got to have that kind of you've got to have the healthy discussion about it and it's just whether people are willing to listen. And yeah, you know, I, I hope I hope people do start to listen. I hope people do start to try and make that kind of change themselves. But they do it in a way that is not intrusive and they do it in a way that doesn't fuck up your reputation obviously going back mm. to the whole code lock situation what was and... um what was modder's feelings on him doing that to his mod like what does oh, and they were modders just... from, from what i saw people were laughing at him in the modders discord but there wasn't actually that much discussion about it um you know people were laughing at him and some people said well time to make my own code lock mod and that was it. Mm. That was all the discussion that, yeah. was. There, there was more of a discussion on the podcast Discord than there was in the modders Discord. Right. Well, I, I, was, I'm assuming was, there was probably more chatter about that privately with modders than there was publicly. More, which, more I mean, than likely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised. But 
<clears throat> it's it's generally well accepted. It wasn't well received. So, as you said, his, his implementation was pretty poor. Pretty poor. Uh, even I will one hundred percent admit that. You know, a message popping up every time. Um, yeah, if it like was every it's... twenty or thirty minutes or so. Um, <clears throat> yeah, um, I, looks... I know they could set up a website or something like that, Marks, but there's just no incentive. Yeah. Yeah, there's already buy, you know, PayPal links in um, the description of most yeah. mods. Most people don't even bother. I would say at least 50% of uh, players have probably never even been to the workshop. They just use the launcher and the launcher tells them what mods. Um, and about the only time they go there is when they need to unsubscribe and resubscribe to get the bloody thing to work. Or to say, yeah. fix your fucking mod. Fix your fucking and mod, yep. I'm, I want that on the shirt. The thing is, you can't. There's no way you can make people... Go to the workshop. They don't want to go to it. They don't need to. Yeah, you know, that's it. And you know, and that's why I say it comes that. back to Bohemia, content creators, modders, um, and server owners to lead the charge on this. Um, getting people to part with a dollar at times is a very, very um, painful thing to do. But I'm wondering whether we could do a charity stream. Uh, and- I think it's mainly up to to be Bohemia. Like it's. Mm-hmm. The modders saved their game. We'll be frank. The modders saved their game back years yep. ago. And it should be up to them to reward the modders for doing something like that. I mean, definitely. I, I would love to see these... them buy some mods of people, successful mods, and implement them into the game. Mm-hmm. I people. mean, contract I mean, people. I mean, I, I remember when in. in Clement Darby had his spotlight interview with yourself, Boydie. He said that Bohemian Interactive offered him a job, but it would require him to move there and it wasn't even permanent. So it's like, if Bohemian Interactive wants to say thank you to modders and hire them, they even need to go about that properly. Because moving to a different country that English is not their prime language, you don't know their language and you're only there for like, what, six months, a year at that? And then you 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 left on your trot. You left to go back home. That no, that's that's a piss take. If if you're yeah. gonna offer someone a contract to work at your company to work on on DayZ, for example, you can either let them work at home. Like that's that's the best way to go about it. You now make yeah. up some secure channels so you can transfer content. I know he's been you know helping out for free on the side from what I remember from his spotlight. But you know Bohemian Interactive. As much as I hate to say this, they they don't really um they don't really appreciate Daisy and the content creators, like modders, even like YouTubers and Twitch streamers for Daisy too much, especially the modders. And Dino's in chat saying that Frankie on PC pays him for every single minute of the mods he makes for his new videos. Yeah. Who said that? Dino. Oh right, okay. But that's that's someone like Frankie who can afford to do that. He's making between mm-hmm. twenty and sixty thousand, you know, euros a video. Yeah, you know, he can, he can afford to he can afford to give a couple hundred quid here and there for mods and stuff like that. But for the smaller guys, or even you know, people who only have a hundred thousand subs, of the YouTube um, money isn't that great unless you're in millions of views of the video, like someone yeah. like Frankie, for example. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's, you know... And it's good that he's doing that because he is making a fortune. So it is good that he's giving back and he does, um, Mm -hmm. you know, support people that way. But, yeah. 
Yeah. And, and and like I was saying when you know when I was doing Twitch streaming, like only donate if you're in your means to, and that also applies to modding. You know, mm. you shouldn't make yourself short just to pay somebody else for content. Like you should never ever do that, and you shouldn't ever have to make like be made to feel bad for not donating to a modder. But it does generate the question: It's just like if you are able to donate to a modder. And you want to say thank you, then why not send that like a couple of pounds or euros or dollaroonies or whatever, you know? There's nothing wrong with it. And it does go a long way. It really, really does go a long way. But I think as well, modders, and I know some have it and some are good, but I think some um, modders need to. Like when you go to their Twitter, for example, or even their Steam page, for example. I, to try and find this donation link, it's nowhere to be found half the time, or it's right down the mm -hmm. bottom. They sh it should be the number one thing on the Steam page, and it should be linked in their Twitter bio. You know, no harm being there. Just put it there. And okay, I'm going to I'm going to show you guys something. I don't think I've ever received a single donation through this, but this is maybe a workaround that um, uh, they could do. Let's hope I'm sure oh, I'm not logged in. Fuck me. I always forget which one I am on this. Give me a second. It's hard. Um, oh, I, I've seen the thing with the SoundCloud thing. I don't know if I can find it. I see if I can. Okay. This is when you click on my SoundCloud uh, link, mm -hmm. right there, front and center. Maybe Twitch, could, or sorry, not Twitch, uh, maybe Steam could add something like that to workshop profiles, you know, so with the mod. Um, just a little donate button so that it's nice and front and center. The person links their PayPal to it so that it's there as a way for people to support it. You know, you look at YouTube. YouTube makes it very easy for people to monetarily support their favourite creators. Twitch makes it incredibly fucking easy and attractive. Um, but, yeah, yeah, it just, I don't know. Yeah, like ha ha having something like, see, that, that could be really beneficial for, um, how would I say, like um, a verified... Um, workshop users where they mm -hmm. can um they can they can link their their you know their paypal information with steam um you know set up tax information and whatnot because obviously you're going to make money from their service and whatnot and you could potentially make a lot of money having something like that so you can go to their workshop page and you've got that you got that button right there where it's like okay yeah i you can donate however much you want and there you go. It's that that would be a good way to go about it. And you know, Bohemian, it takes cuts. Um, Steam takes a cut. You obviously take the largest cut. Cause obviously, the money's going to you. And mm -hmm. having that as an alternative to say having to pay for a mod, even that would be a step in the right direction. Just something more better for modders to to set something like that up yeah and i po i apologize for scratching my eye i can't see i'm going half blind here that's all right 
oh god fucking hell jesus christ but you know like i said even that would be a good step in the right direction yeah anything anything would Ike, mm-hmm. thank you mate i was looking at something else but um Ike just donated a hundred dollars so we'll have to find a a good mod to uh donate to um but I was also laughing at his comment, we could pay in Dorkcoin. Please tell me there is a uh, a cryptocurrency called Dorkcoin. If there is, I think I would actually buy some, just purely because of the name, Dorkcoin. Someone find that for me. <laughs> no, there isn't. As far as I know, there isn't. Let's Someone... fucking make it, boys. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh that's hilarious but thank you so much Ike, and also thank you dazzy boy with the uh 11 month prime breeze up as well mate i really do appreciate it um <clears throat> okay um yeah look it was a great it was a fantastic discussion and it's such a complex issue um that yeah well it, it's just it's, it's good to see people talking about it and i would love to see more people um, being more open about supporting modders um, and so on. Um, just with the work that they do, it's amazing for Daisy. Um, keeps the game going. And, yeah, yeah, let's create a Daisy coin, hey? Yeah. God almighty. God help us all. <laughs> um, I was on Reddit the other day and saw a interesting I, – I do – I know Reddit gets a lot of shit, um, but – um, I do enjoy this sort of stuff. Just the simple little, you know, we, we talk about a lot of the complex stuff like the previous topic uh, that we just talked about. But at its heart, it was really good to see this. Which are you? Wanderer, builder, friendly, dickhead, toxic PvPer, casual PvPer, friendly neighbourhood bushwookie. Overwhelmingly, the majority of people said... Um, one uh, wanderer. Sorry, Suka. <laughs> what? What? Someone should study SAG, AFTRA, BMI, ASCAP for how to go about this. What's that? Is it, is it Screen I, Actors Guild? Um, BMI. I think I've heard before. It doesn't BMI tell me how fat I am? Yeah, BMI. Yeah, that's the one. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you win the internet today, mate. You win the internet. That's awesome. So, that's a good. uh, Can you uh, make sure you're in the Discord, mate? I'd like to um, explore that further. Um, Broadcast Music Corporation. Okay. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I just enjoyed this little poll. Nice little simple, silly one. But which one do you fall into, Marks? Casual PvP. Not not the one above it. No, no, no I'm, I'm fucking terrible at PvP, so I'm gonna go casual PvP. I don't know, mate. I, I've watched I've watched a few of your vids, mate. Yeah, yeah. You, if you're terrible, then I am fucking f tier. I'm not the best, but I'm I'm not the worst either. I'll, I'll give yeah. you that. But no, I, I'm usually when I PvP, I only PvP or like KOS stuff when I'm in a military area. So. Mm-hmm. For my channels, it's anywhere from Vibor up. So from Vibor to Tissine, around that area, don't care who you are, you're getting shot. But anywhere down below that, I'm usually friendly. Well, I've voted Wanderer. I'm not as friendly as I used to be. Um, you know, I used to be the dickhead who'd run up to everyone, even in military zones. 
Um, now I'm just more a wanderer, and I will appraise a situation um, on its merits. What about yourself, lad? What do you? What would you describe yourself as? I'm a mix between wanderer and the casual PvP, for sure. Um, mm -hmm. You know, down south and well, pretty much in the freshy areas. You know, I'm like really friendly. I talk to people. I'll have a laugh, fucking scream and shout at them and do stupid shit um but when you're inland you know that's when you get your air game on that's when you you become like a hunter that you you know you, you keep your eyes out on the prize and shit like that um mm -hmm. but it does depend on who you play with like one group of friends <laughs> the way we play we just go to berezino <laughs> we find a car we find a car battery oh god Ike's on fucking fire tonight. <laughs> His comments in chat. Is there an option for which fucking map am I on type of player? Because that's me. Oh, that's your own hell. fault though, Ike. Ike has a fucking server of his own for every map. I'm certain he just spins a fucking wheel and clicks on whichever bloody one. Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh. I'll be right back. <laughs> yeah, we are. But, um... Yeah, the way that me and my, me and my buddies play, we find we, we go to Berezino or whatever, we find a car battery, we go to the PA system and we just fuck we just fucking blast music. We create our own little radio station, see how long it takes for people to come and kill us. Yeah. And it's 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 just stupid shit like that. It's it's great, it's brilliant. No, definitely it, it, it is worth um, following the um, Daisy Reddit. And even if you don't want to follow it so much, I've got a bot set up in the Discord that um, captures every post um, that was put up so you can just see what people are talking about. And some of the discussions on there are quite interesting. And occasionally you just get a nice one like this, which is just, yeah, um, <laughs> a nice little simple silly little poll. Uh, too, Wobo right? put a new video out. New infected types. I yes, it, it kind of comes into um, part of what we talked about last week with the whole, you know, is is too much information being leaked. But I like Wobo's videos because I don't have a lot of time uh, um, for a guy who's a stay-at-home dad. Um, you know, I've got stuff I've got to do around the house, stuff involved with researching with the podcast, um, playing games myself. You know, I don't just play DayZ, as you all know. I play Scum and uh, World of Warships and, yeah, DayZ as well and a few streams here and there. But I like it because it's, it, it enables me to keep up to speed with what's happening. Um, and we talked about it briefly before, but these new infected are the bomb, absolutely the mm -hmm. bomb. Particularly yeah, the, the, the runners. Really, really you, you you mentioned yeah, but, about how good the runners are. Um, yeah. Daisy Down Under, my, um, yeah, my favourite server. Um, they've been using PVZ mod, uh, and they had runners on that for ages. And you never get fucking used to them. Every time you see a zombie run, you always think, "Is has it aggroed on someone?" They just add that little heart rate boost that makes Daisy so special. And it's 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 good that finally, after all this time, we are getting that variation infected. Um, the game needs it. You know, infected for a long time, they've been looked at as a joke, as a hindrance. And, you know, considering, yeah, sure, Daisy is a survival 
game and the original tension wasn't really about infected you know coming from dean hall himself the way that it you know it's got infected you might as well fucking utilize them properly and it's such a relief that the daisy devs they're actually going about it right you know every single encounter you have you gotta think okay is this gonna be a runner is this gonna be a screamer what am I, where am i gonna go if it is a screamer like am i going to be able to de-aggro them if i hide in this house and you know in the future are they going to get in the house you never know and it's great that they're going through this direction and you know they might be taking inspiration from the pvz mod i i, I hope so but having all of these different variations is a big fucking plus and yeah i welcome yeah. that change i absolutely welcome that change i haven't seen anyone or any negative comments about these new infected uh, models and types. Have you, Marks? No, nope. all been good so far. <laughs> Overall, one point one three is being received quite well, isn't it? Yep, I was it's, it, ready. It seems to be. I was ready for my comments on the update video. It's just been all out war, but they were surprisingly all like very, very positive. Yeah, it's 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 absolutely brilliant. And like I said, you know, stand up uh, patch so far, apart from obviously, you know, not being able to force feed people disinfecting, you know, a, that's fucking stupid change, <laughs> you know. Um, but yeah, overall, one point thirteen seems to be like a good patch. And you know, there was the whole uh, drama between. Um, Runner Man's and Minder about the whole blocking thing. Um, but they, they've changed yeah. that in the recent patch. Um, where like the blocking is now directional, so which is great, which is a really, really nice change, I th yeah. I think. So overall, like I said, good patch. Can't wait to see more updates for this experimental before they push it to stable. Um I'm glad that there wasn't too many changes to ballistics, like there was in 1.12. Um, because if they did go about that direction again, I would be very, very disappointed that they didn't take the advice of like having deathmatch experimental servers. Um, but you know, really good, really, really, really good push so far. Yeah, I have no complaints on it. <laughs> Okay, Dumpgrass saying you bitched on Twitter about infected. <laughs> oh yeah, that was the first day. Yeah, I even mentioned the what do we call it chat, admin chat as well. They were just, I think, what I was. So my problem was I was in VMC, right, and somebody else was shooting, and I was stood. You know those barracks, and they have the um the shower blocks in them. I was sat. Yeah in there crouch listen to this guy shoot kind of locate where he was and every zombie still aggroed on me instead of going to the player that shot and so i i i had to move and i was like that's because i was standing still i wasn't moving which was the part which really annoyed me and so mm -hmm. i was like all right and then i ran towards the player I was and he was in the, the camo building at vmc and Constantly, you notice it in this one. I think zombies are more vicious or whatever. 
especially the military zombies. Just every oh, yeah. second, it was just a slap, slap, slap constantly. And it got me killed in the end because the zombie kept hitting me. And I had to turn around in the end and shoot the zombie. I had the M16 on me. And I had to shoot the zombie in the end of it. And as I was shooting the zombie, the player in the camo VMC came out and then killed me because the zombie was just constantly hitting and hitting and hitting. Even though he was shooting and making all the noise, they were still coming towards me. Yeah, that, that's, that's right really off. weird. Yeah, that, that's yeah. that's obviously broken. <laughs> um, I've, yeah. I've had that happen to me a couple of times. Like, you know, you're, you're with your mates. Uh, you're like, the zombie will clearly aggro on somebody else, but they'll run towards them, change direction, go to you, even though you're not moving. It's it's, yeah, it's, it's really... So, it's, it's the really worst easy. thing about zombies. Yeah, I, I really hope that they do work on that in either this yeah. patch or in 1.14. Um, but yeah, like, like I like that the, the infected are difficult on my first brush with 1.13. Um, I came across a police car and there was three infected there. There was two of the policemen uh, the police uh, officers with the stab vest and one prisoner. And I got killed. Yeah. I got thrashed and I was like, oh shit. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So yeah. the next time I came across that event, I was like, right, I've got to th- fucking think about how I'm going to do this. And I managed to stealth kill them and yeah. managed to get myself like a, a handgun with like some spare bullets, no magazine. But it was like, great, I've got a weapon now. And it's it's that kind of thinking which makes Daisy a much more enjoyable game in my eyes. Yeah. Yeah, like two zombies now in this update will take you out in under 30 seconds, I think. And you'll mm-hmm. be out knocked knocked out at least. Yeah. Which is pretty crazy. Loot has been removed me... from Green Towers. Apparently. What the actual fuck? I never checked them anyway. I always <laughs> check them. You okay, lad? It's such a stupid change. <laughs> there's no need for it. Like, holy shit, people were pissed that there's no loot in the apartments. Why the fuck are you restricting more loot from the watchtowers? It makes... It makes no sense. It, like... Ah! Like... How do I put this? Servers have proved... With all these like highly PvP servers where like loot is like raised to the fucking maximum, like five hundred percent loot or some shit like that, that the CLE can take it. But for some reason, and I, I'm not well versed in it. Maybe there is a perfectly valid reason, but nobody's shared it with me. If someone has that information, send it my way. I'll change my opinion depending on it. Okay, and that seems to have a a good response. In reply to that, there. Okay, yeah. It's like I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, but in my experience, every single time I've looted a green tower, there has been at maximum two loot points on there. Two. Yeah. Compared to houses which have like five or six in some buildings, you know, like in in the barracks or stuff like that, and it's like. What? Like I just, I just, I just don't, I just don't get it. I just, 
I just do not understand that change. I, I think it's a silly change and they should revert. Hello, Utah. <clears throat> Yo. Hey, Mr. I Utah. Just, hey. So, I just, I just Mr. Utah is jumping in. He's, he's a bit time poor today, guys. Uh, but he reached out to me with an update on his um, live action series um, and said he was going to be making an announcement. And I said to him, you're more than welcome to um, come on the podcast and um, do it here live with us. Love the Plano, mate. It's a bit fucking cold down south. <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, Plano's are the best, man. They're Every time I see you, mate, I swear you get more and more handsome. Look at that hair. <laughs> Look at that hair. Look at that bungalow. <laughs> um, how you guys going? Good, mate. How's yourself? Doing How's your Sunday right, morning? Man. Cold? Yeah, it's nice. No, it's not too cold. It's, it's it's nice and sunny today. It was um, COVID's in Sydney's in lockdown, so it's a bit shit. But um, we got two weeks of this crap, so yeah, you know. Just to put it in perspective, folks, Australia um, in Sydney they've had about eighty odd cases of COVID. No hospitalizations, no deaths, nothing like that. Just 80 cases of COVID. Bang, we're in lockdown. Six million people in lockdown. It's pretty stupid. Uh, we, we've been in lockdown two, nay, two years now. So, Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we say too, but it's perspective for sure. Um, <laughs> you know, obviously the UK was a lot worse than here. And, you know, they're just, I think they're just trying to get on top of it before it gets crazy. But uh, yeah, it's yeah. a smart move. It's a smart move. Yeah, is what it is. But um, yeah, I won't waste too much of your time. I just, I basically, um, I reached out to Boydie. Um, last time I was on here, I was speaking about um, uh, the episodes and the the films we've we've created. And you guys obviously know that they take quite a lot of effort and time and money mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. Um, and we love doing them. Um, however, the unfortunate news is we have to gonna put have to put a pause on the series. Um until we can secure further funding because I, I just I can't bear the um, financial burden personally it's it's if, if anyone's seen the behind the scenes you'll see how much how expensive it is yeah, um, that, yeah. and how much, gear, how much gear is there how much um, uh, just you know there's a hundred thousand dollars worth of gear there you, we had to hire a place for four days that's costing a couple of grand um, you what know, is it about two dollars every thousand views, Marks? Uh it depends the battery. Yeah. So what you made maybe three hundred and eighty, four hundred dollars from episode one, um, half that episode two, and yeah, you're probably spending that on one fucking piece of kit alone. Yeah, I mean, yeah, lens, a good lens will cost me, you know, five grand, six grand. Mm. Um but uh yeah, it's 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 really unfortunate because um, we uh, we really want to keep going with it, and we don't want the community to put any money in um, because it's not their problem. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, you guys have been amazing, um, and you guys have supported us. And you know, a big shout out to uh, especially to people like Lax and Boydy. They were the ones that started this thing. Well, Boydy Boydy is the one that started this thing, so he gets the credit for that. Um, and uh, yeah, it's it, it's a shame. I, I've reached out to Daisy officially um, multiple times. Um, I've been in you know contact with with Scott and Daisy, and I thought something would come to fruition, but unfortunately, it um, 
it hasn't. So, yeah, that's that's basically the news there. I was very disappointed when the last time we had Scotty on, and by the you asked him about Mr. Utah stuff, and the response that we got is, we'll send him a few more t-shirts. Or something like that is what they yeah. said. And I was like, that's not what we wanted to hear at all. <laughs> yeah, and look, that's that's fine. It's they can do whatever they want. Um, oh yeah. Uh, and that's but, that's not uh, on Scotty, we... that's on people above him. No, yeah. Um yeah, I'm yeah. certain if it was up to Scotty he would do something. He's an amazing bloke. We've got so it's much respect is. for him. Scotty's been really nice yeah. and, and, and you know, helped out with the retweets and the the, the T shirts and the games, all that kind of stuff and, and yeah, it was we had a Good little relationship forming is is nice, but yeah, like you said, he's he's just a he's just a fish in a big pond full of sharks. Yeah, look, you only have to look at the twentieth um, armor anniversary to realise how little they like to spend money. They shared those photos of uh, the three officers and how they were celebrating, and oh my god, it looked like something out of the fucking office, just with how <laughs> you just. These, these all these staff just standing around. A couple of them wearing uh, an armor shirt and an armor cake. No posters up in the background and you know, celebrations and stuff like that. But you know they made it out like it was some big rock show presentation. And I'm looking at the photos, going, half those people look like they just want to die on the inside. <laughs> no, Scott's, Scott's been uh, quite nice, and and you know we. The Mr. Utah team is going to a, has has been approaching other games, major games, indie games, um, and we've sent out. We got asked to send out some quotes and that kind of stuff. So, what we did uh, will not go. It, it probably won't go to the grave. What we created and the 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 um the hype that we created just with those three episodes is quite cool. So, mm-hmm. we're looking yeah, to take on new games, basically. I mean, it is an absolute shame that, you know, you know, the higher ups couldn't pull through, Um, you know, a lot of people in the community who's been anticipating the continuation of the series, you know, they are going to be disappointed, but for what you created, fucking well done to you, absolutely fucking well done to you, mate. Thank you. Um, you. And I absolutely look forward to your next work and hopefully in the future, you know, Obviously, you know, with 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 projects like this, maybe it can come back. Maybe it can have just like a just a one-off episode or something like that. Obviously, providing you get the funding. But like I said, can't wait for your next work, and it's and it's great that you have been open and honest about you know your whole process. And you know, the mm. reality is is that stuff like that it does cost a lot of money. It really, really does. So yeah, it's 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 fucking unfortunate. Yeah, it, it it costs a shit ton of money and time, and time is money. We mm-hmm. all know that. Um, and uh, with with the main beneficiary not not ponying up, it's it's just it's just impossible. Um, yeah, it's too 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 much for you know. I'm a, I'm a regular bloke, regular job. Like I'm, you know, I'm not making zillions of dollars, so I can't <laughs> fund this stuff. So yeah, no, of course, yeah, no, it makes total sense. Yeah, it is the nine that they wouldn't do something. It just seems. I don't know. It seems like Bohemia themselves are getting bored with Daisy. Like I think some people mentioned the twentieth anniversary thing. They were like, they didn't even really want to talk about it, or they just seemed really bored. And it's kind of that's the vibe I got. I joined right as they were talking about Daisy, and it was almost like, 
Uh, yeah, Daisy, the unwanted uh, stepchild of the family. Um, <laughs> have to, we have to show it some time, but yeah, we just wish, just, just go away. Hurry up and grow up so we can get rid of you. <laughs> yeah, it's, um, yeah. you know, the funny, there's some amazing games out there, though, uh, that would be, uh, that would really benefit from oh, a yeah. series oh, or yeah. even, even a one-off. Um, yeah even a one-off uh, kind of film. And, and to follow on what you were saying before is we'd love to come back to Daisy if there was a little bit of money and just do like, say, you know, like a 30-minute film, um, uh, you know, just on the a totally different scene, could be a different map, could be a different actor, whatever. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, come back and then kind of reignite that a little bit later if there's a mm -hmm. little bit of money or something. Um, and even if that money comes from us being successful on YouTube, you know, that's a whole idea is is for us to be able to create these films. It's not just to be able to create one game, it's to create lots and, and help yeah. the gaming community. We're not just targeting the You know what you need to do, you know? mate? With your movie production, you know, uh, skills, what you need to do is you need to get a harem of hot tub streamers. And set them all up under the Mr. Utah banner. And and the money that comes in from that, you can use that to fund whatever you want in your pet projects, mate. Just have or like you could eat I reckon I reckon you should start so off with lax. I should, I should be a I think you should start off with lax. That's Turn lax into a hot tub streamer. And he can be your cash cow, yeah, your your, your little piggy. Um make it all the all the all the big bucks. Uh, get him in a mankini, you know, we'll get a little Daisy logo mankini and um, he could be the first one and may maybe Marks could start off your Irish branch. Yeah, sure. Why not? That's all. <laughs> oh God, give me strength. <laughs> <laughs> oh my lord. So, so just but out mate, of curiosity, um, I'll go on. Go on. No, you go, mate. You go. All right. Um, so, out of curiosity, are you able to kind of like reveal what kind of like indie games you've been looking into creating, like um, sh like these films for? Um, I can't say the ones that I've contacted um, uh, officially because I have NDA signed with them. Um, okay. The ones that we potentially would like to do it on, um, I personally um, would like to write something on the forest. I think Ooh. the forest would be really cool. Mm, yeah. Yes, yes, please. Um, <laughs> I think also they they're pretty. They seem to be a pretty cool company. I've I've had a look at their mm -hmm. background, and they seem pretty down to earth. Um, and you know they sold a lot of copies as well. Um, uh, I think maybe Valheim could be quite cool. Um, just in terms of uh, probably a comedic series. Um, yes. Probably not serious. <laughs> I think the forest <laughs> would have to be quite serious or quite scary. Um, yeah. I mean, God, there's so many games, isn't there? Um, Among Us? Among Us, yeah. Oh. There's, you know. Yeah. Oh, please, no. Please, not Among Us. <laughs> no, I reckon it could make for quite an interesting um, series. Yeah, a bunch of people on a um, spaceship all fucking trying to sabotage and work out who's sabotaging and something like that, and you could maybe do it with a comedic twist on it, but there's so many games. And, yeah. look, if you've got any ideas, one thing I know about Mr. Utah is 
he will listen. Like Mark's made suggestions on changes he should make to his videos, and he went in and he did that. Um, yeah, he's oh, yeah, open to ideas. That's right. He yeah. loves to communicate. He uh, he's a smart, fucking good-looking, handsome catch. Have you got a missus? Yeah, she's asleep right now. Oh, okay, nice. ladies, he's he's off the market. So, um, <laughs> but he he's he's a very very smart bloke. But he's also very keen for ideas and feedback from the community. So if you've got any ideas, any suggestions, any contacts um, with games and stuff like that, um, like, you know, mate, check out Survive Icarus as well. Um, that's mm. coming up for a launch um, in August. I think that's part of the thing as well, mate. You need to try and tie it in with um, the game developers themselves so that your stuff ties in with when there's expected hype around a game as well. Mm-hmm. 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 Stalker, that'd be a good one. Stalker, Stalker would be another cool one. That'd be really cool. Oh yes, um, yeah. There's uh, there's just there's really some incredible games. Mm. Um, Red Shadow uh, Legends. <laughs> They've made enough money to pay for it. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> This short film is sponsored by Raid Shadow Legends. Now introducing Raid Shadow Legends, the movie. <laughs> oh, oh, Jesus Christ. Yes, please. Um, and also anyone anyone who's, um, you know, uh, everyone, you know, a lot of people stream and a lot of people watch streams, but, you know, a lot of the a lot of the people who are watching, you know, they might be musicians or something like that. And if, you know, Mr. Utah's team is fully equipped to create whatever you want, Really, um, you know, if people are if people want music videos and stuff, just reach out. We, you know, we can do that sort of stuff, and you know, we just like to make things. Really, to mm-hmm. be honest. Um, so it doesn't have to be under the Utah label. It can just be we can just come out and do stuff. Yep. Um, have a good time. And um, yeah, I mean, I'm gonna post something on Twitter. I think Monday morning Australian time. Just for the community, um, say thank you, and 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 I'm going to put a link to this. I don't know. Will you have this uploaded uh, by Monday? No, definitely not. Okay, so I'll link it. I'll link the to the VOD, right? Yep. <clears throat> yep. Um, and uh, just I'll try so and get you the timestamp for uh, when you came on. Yeah, um, and if they, so I can if, link straight to that. If people want to know more about why we're uh, pausing the series, um then they can come and watch this and they'll understand a little more, get a bit more context. Mm-hmm. Um, and also follow the progress of you turning Lax into a hot tub streamer. Yeah, exactly. I mean, he seems to be doing that himself. He's doing really well. Oh, he's killing it. He's, he's doing, yeah, really, really, really well. Um, I, saw a, um, I saw a comment on episode three and it was like, it was like you said, got fucked by the algorithm, or something like that. Yes, because we were talking. You d- about I, it blows week. my mind, mate. It it blows my fucking mind that you know you've got 160 on the first one, um, and this last one's only got 8,900 views or whatever it is. It's just where is it? Where is it? You can you can only do so much, um, but. I just I don't understand how these have not gone viral when there's still this despite what people say there's still a market for zombie related stuff marks you were going to say oh yeah like it's even the same with gameplay videos on this game there'll be sometimes I'll upload a video it happened a few weeks back and it just tanked 
completely out of nowhere and it was like 10 out of 10 out of all the videos I've ever done. The worst yeah. video I've ever uploaded. And there's nothing you can do about it. Absolutely nothing you can do about it. You just have to leave it go. And it's, it is like, you look at it and you're like, God, it's just, you know, kind of demotivating seeing that. But you, know, you kind of have to push through it and it just, it can be really annoying at times. And the, yeah, the amount right. of interaction you get on the videos as well, yeah, that should help bump them as well. But it's just, Yeah, I don't know. It's it's just one of those things with YouTube. It, it it gives and it takes away. Um, but what matters is that that content is there, and it's a testament to like the dedication for your team. Hmm. You know, you you've you, you had the idea, you've gone through with it, and at the end, it didn't really pan out the way that any everyone wanted. But at least you can say, "I've done this." And you're going to continue on with more stuff. And, you know, I've got a lot of respect for you, dude. I've got a lot of respect for you. Yeah, thank you, man. And and that goes back straight back to you guys. I've got a lot of respect for the community. You guys have been, um, I mean, Boydie knows when the first, it really took off, not so much when the prologue came out, but episode, after I'd released episode two, episode one went crazy. And then <laughs> I was on like every stream and it was just fucking mm went bonkers um and the support was just unreal you know um everyone loved it smoke was all over it he was showing it on his channel like did it for like three days or something um which to us was like obviously in terms of the daisy community that's about as big as it gets really um Mm -hmm. unless of course um what's that bloke's name frankie no the one that's like kind of boring to watch but everyone loves him Don't say who. Don't say who. We don't need more drama. Uh, (laughs) God, no. (laughs) No, 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 Daisy. Just Shroud. You know, we had to. Anyway, whatever. Um, That's just my opinion, man. (laughs) Yeah, so, um, no, it was was, was really, really cool. And, um, yeah, everyone just went went nuts for it so it was just uh it's really cool and scott scott uh shared everything and and retweeted uh pretty much everything uh we needed to and that was super helpful for us as well i think mm-hmm. one of the twitter view one of the twitter videos are like twenty five thousand views or something it's crazy wow. how much a retweet from the daisy twitter helps a video yeah grow Absolutely. like i've noticed self when they retweet one of mine and it just it explodes. Some of them don't, but most of them will do, you know, and they'll just explode overnight, whatever. It's it's pretty crazy. Yeah, absolutely. Um, do you uh, do you guys have any um, any games that you'd like to see? Or anyone in the chat? You you know, and I know you've reached out to them, so I can't say oh, yeah, 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 my one. Yeah. Um, yeah. Red, De- uh, Red Dead Redemption. Yeah, okay. Red Dead would be very cool, for sure, especially in the Australian desert. Mm. I I would I would particularly like a, a your own spin on Fallout. Yes. Fallout would Cause, be fucking awesome. Cuz cuz you know thinking about it, you know, story-wise, you know, we, we know all about what happened in the states, but elsewhere there's not that much information, so your imagination could just go 
fucking wild when it comes mm. to it. So, the only issue I see with Fallout that, would be a lot of special effects would be required just for a lot of the critters mm-hmm. um, in there. PUBG would be another one maybe. Um, and a good thing with PUBG, <laughs> Pong. <laughs> Mark Older, I'll pay that one, Pong. Um, but PUBG would be a good one um, with Asian audience as well because um, it's massive. It is massive in Asia. Um, and if you were to you know, have subtitles for it as well get uh, get done, um, you could find quite a big market for views there. Um, my yeah. advice to you would be go and check the Steam charts and see what games are popping. Uh, and then, yeah, I, I'm happy to discuss with you the feasibility of some of them, um, but I'm a bit of a, you know, um, I only play a few games. Um, I'm certain there's other people out there who could give you feedback on that as well. Maybe do a poll on Twitter um, and, you know, tag the games and um, also look at what's coming up, what upcoming releases. Um, that's going to generate some... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's going to generate would, some hype for better. you. Hmm. I know what's this. There was a big YouTube channel that used to do stuff like that for games like that. Um, it's probably called Corridor. Rocket, maybe? Corridor, and then there's Rocket Jump. Oh, he yeah, changed, yeah. changed his name. It's um... yeah, Freddie W used to do those. Back yeah, Freddie won. He he I done ones to... for he done ones for Battlefield Three, I think that they paid him to do that were on like TV adverts. And stuff which was really cool back in the day. That like yeah, that's, what we, that's what we want to get to. <laughs> yeah, uh, that would be really cool. A, a good uh, mob to reach out if you were going to look at doing something with PUBG would be what's their name again? The guys from New Zealand who do the uh, comedy skits. Um. Oh shit! I just recently went through and um, um, created a second YouTube account just for my own personal video, so that I've got the podcast one um separate from um my uh personal but yeah they they do a a whole pile of um uh comedy skit videos um about PUBG. one video that one video that corridor did that i i i love is the gta vr one where they had um trevor even Og himself actually yes. in the video. Yes. That one was fantastic. Viva La Dirtly. Yes, These guys make some quite funny videos um, about PUBG. Um, <clears throat> definitely worth a look at. Uh, but they don't just do DayZ. They do other um, uh, games as well. Um, and... Yeah, look at the views they're getting. They've got 3.32 million subscribers on their YouTube channel. Um, so even if you don't reach out to them, but just look and see what they're doing right, mm. um, they're, you know, that sort of, um, yeah, they're pumping out the videos as well. They're probably not doing the high production level stuff you're doing, um, but it's working for them. Yeah, one of my mates said, um, he said, uh, maybe the, the high quality stuff is not correct for YouTube. And I thought that was an interesting um, opinion. I was like, oh yeah, maybe it's too much. It, um, it, 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 it yeah. yes, it, it can be because YouTube favors quantity and that like 10 minutes, um, kind of like, um, like kind of like time for YouTube video. 
and you get paid more so which is why you know there's a lot of channels who upload every single day and you know they they're really successful but you know at the end at the end of the day it's like it's how you want to go about it it's like do you do you want to get popular quick or do you want to create some solid content nah for us it's all about it's 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 for us it's it's about making really good shit Um, it was a comment um, a lot in the videos, mate, was people said, you know, put this guy in contact with Netflix and stuff like that. There was one comment I read there. I've never seen someone so successfully recreate the feel of a game. Um, and the quality showed, I just don't think it was appreciated enough by YouTube as a whole. But individuals appreciated it, but YouTube as a whole didn't recognise the the quality you were doing. Um <clears throat> Yeah, and unless you get picked as a YouTube original series or something like that, they're not going to promote it that much. Everyone knows nah. that the the trending tab on YouTube is rigged. Yeah, I yeah. honestly don't know anything about YouTube. I just use it as a platform for the films, mm. and mm-hmm. you know, it kind of just kind of yeah, it's where I am now. Um, I was thinking Raft would be pretty hilarious for a game. <laughs> Rush, if you do Rust, you've got to get Stimpy as your main actor. Oh, oh God. Rust would be, yeah, a Rust video. I just don't know if you could handle the thumbnail that. required. <laughs> um, have have you thought about um, Death Stranding? I don't know what that is. Let me look it up. Oh, that's a good game. It's, um, I'm, it's I'm a huge... Not a huge gamer myself, actually, funnily enough. Oh, right. Okay. Um, the, the, the history behind the DayZ series is I used to play OG DayZ back when there was zero epoch, none of that, and it was impossible yeah, yeah. to find guns. Um, it's like 15 years ago. No, nah, that's yeah, 12, 12 years ago, maybe. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, you had to go up to deer stands to, fight, to find CZ. What were they called? CZ... Um, the hunting the, rifles, the 550s or the 57s. Yeah. yeah, the CZ 550s. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I think Barnes were like the only ones that like spawned them. Uh, and like AS 50s were at um, helicopter crash sites were impossible to find. Um, that's the Daisy I remember. And then when I started this series, obviously standalone had been out for like eight years. Um, and I said, oh, well, I might as well base it on standalone because that's the current version. Um, mm-hmm. But for me, for, for us, it was just making films. It was just picking, it was picking something commercially commercially successful that people liked and turning it into mm-hmm. another medium that people could get their satisfaction out of. You know, you get that's a satisfaction out of playing the game, but then seeing a recreation of your game is another uh, another facet where you can be like, whoa. That's really cool. Yeah, of course, um, yeah. So, yeah, that's, that's I don't know, Death Stranding's got some pretty high rating. Mm-hmm. It's, um, yeah, it's, it's, um, it was very well received. You know, Hideo Kojima, um, Norman Reedus, stuff like that. It's, it's, it's got a really, really good story. Um, oh, yeah, it looks awesome. I, I, Last of Us. I, I would definitely They're make it a movie of that, though. Yeah, they are, yeah. Are they? Never heard yes. Of huh. Yeah, I think um, Tom, that big English actor's in it. Um, Tom Hardy. No, not Tom Hardy. Um, the guy. Uh, or... 
Yeah, that one. I think it's him. I could be fucking completely off my head here. Um, oh, it's Death Stranding. It looks really cool, actually. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's like sci-fi, would... right? Yeah, yeah. I I would suggest you watch some videos about it because obviously you know you you're not a gamer, so I wouldn't expect you to like spend a whole lot of your time playing through the game to understand it. But there there is a lot of videos out there that details the story, and you can get a good vibe for like the atmosphere and the feeling of the game through the videos. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Um... There's just it's there's a plethora of fucking games out there, isn't there? It's just oh, yeah. the time, man. Yeah. Time and the money. Oh, yeah. Um you know, we, we were actually lucky for the last episode. So it's funny how we talk about how the episode only got nine thousand views, because this episode is by far the biggest that we did uh in terms of production value. And you know, the the seven seconds of visual effects at the end cost a thousand dollars. That was done, that was done in Russia, like we had a team in Russia doing it. Wow. Um, May and, uh, yeah yeah I don't. We were so excited to launch that one, and, and and you know we still love it. Some of us still watch it and go fuck. This was so you know it was the behind the scenes is fun, man. We had such a good time. Mm. I had a makeup artist down there doing all the zombie stuff, and you know it's... yeah the behind the scenes video was good. I like that. Um, really um... kind of see how it all comes together and that's not even all of it there's so much stuff that wasn't being it wasn't filmed uh my my camera broke i had to have use another camera um and uh we're lucky we had a backup otherwise the the episode wouldn't have gone forward so what do we do with the patreon um I think it's in the best interest that we probably shut it down i was hoping to get some advice from you on that one um I'd like to. I just don't. Think... I think do it. I don't think shut it down. I think do an update um, okay. on there, letting people know and saying you understand. Um, if you uh, wish to suspend your payments or whatever, I'm going to keep mine going because I've had more than um, um, enough enjoyment from your content um, that it warrants keeping it going, um, and that helps support you down the line for future endeavors. You know, your Patreon is about you, not this series. Um, and you know, you, you've clearly stated here that you're still going to be doing stuff with that respect. Um, and I like being able to say that we on the podcast support Mr. Utah. Too right. Do an update. Yeah, the same as what you're going to put on Twitter. Post that. I would probably do it to the patrons first. I'd probably do that today. Um, just a heads up, this is what I'm going to be announcing tomorrow uh, because they're your financial supporters as opposed to the plebs who just follow you on Twitter. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, it's 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 best in the long run if you keep that Patreon up because at least that way, you know, people can see, you know, your progress from, you know, from nowadays to obviously where you are in the future and, you know, you yourself can see what happens. So it's just more logistical it it makes more sense logistically and like you know just realistically just to keep it going and you know if you take the hit from people not being interested that's perfectly fine it's still there for people who are still interested in seeing more content from you know your team so yeah 
I suppose you never really know how this YouTube stuff works. You could wake up one day and your video's got fucking yes. half a million views. Yep. Yeah. You can hit recommend it just like that. It's it's very weird how it works. Yeah, been there. Yeah. One of my if... one of my videos has got over a million views and I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> Is is there like a so people talk about this algorithm thing? Um, mm. Yes. Obviously, we don't understand it, right? Because it's all crazy coding bullshit that's probably hidden behind a bunch of other bullshit. Is there like some sort of magic thing? No. You need to no, watch. You need to find channels similar to your own, and mm. you need to study them. Is the only um, advice that really is is it works. Um, otherwise it's a constant case of guessing, but just looking out there, being aware, things like I've been through with you about, you know, checking your, um, your own, um, uh, feedback, you know, when people are mostly watching and then change your video release dates for that same time and day, um, to get maximum exposure from your audience. Um, there are some basic rules, um, you know, best times and, um, uh, length of video and all the rest of it to feed into. And there's heaps of videos available out there that will show you. But the best for you is to try and find channels similar to your own and study them and see what they're doing. Even reach out to them. You know, if they're a, if they're a decent person, some of them will be more than happy to give you feedback. Cool. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the most important thing is networking, but also realising that the algorithm is all about luck like that yep. video that i was talking about that's like over a million views it was on youtube for a year before it started to like really pick up in views and one, one day it got like a couple of hundred and then a couple of thousand and then before i knew it, it was getting tens of thousands of views per day and a lot of interactions from people and i'm like it's a shit post video what why 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 is youtube recommending people this video there's no point but it's at the end of the day, it's like once you've got a good network up, and once you've got a good stable bit of content out out there, and you've got some good user retention and good like um, user interaction, then you'll start to notice your numbers starting to come up. I'm pretty sure Marks can like vouch for that. Yeah, yeah, but it's way like your user interaction so is not going to be amazing when you only have you know a handful of videos up. It takes time and stuff like that and it'll, it'll build but it really will take time and it's it's easier for a person who makes gaming videos on this game to do it because they can upload a video every one day or every three days for example and build and build and build and you can do it quite quickly but when you're making videos like yours that take you know days to film and then god knows how long after that to edit and do everything like that it's very difficult to do that so it's just yeah it's hopefully the, um it's the pre-production that takes the longest. I yeah. Mean, you're, you're doing a month and a half before you even get out there. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, costume designing, script writing, finding the people, finding the time where everyone's available. Mm-hmm. Sorry, can't pay you any money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's just, yeah, it's... It really is a tricky one. I'm trying to, like, best describe it. It's like... Well, we it wish you all the time. best regardless, mate. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Thank you. It's not a, uh, no, it's, I'm not complaining at all. It's been a great run and we've had a sick time and quite excited to um, 
open our horizons actually and and i imagine that there's a few gaming companies out there that would probably watch these series and go you know what looks pretty cool a good reference to have mm-hmm. yeah yeah and it's, it, it's it's like you said earlier we've we we can always come back and be like hey guys look what we did this is pretty cool yeah so it's it's timeless now it wasn't wasted time at all not at all a great no time. not at all um but yeah, if you if you guys think of games personally um, that you think would benefit from this, um, not so much benefit from a commercial point of view, but think about it from my point of view in terms of story, in terms of visuals, in terms of um, you know ex- uh, community excitement, and and something that can benefit from that. You know, nothing to you know, nothing that's got tons of money and they've got all the marketing for themselves. Like something that, like kind of like Daisy, where the community really loved it. I think that's an awesome aspect of the whole project. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, just DM me on Twitter or one of these areas places, um, and uh, just let me know if you come up with a game, and I'll I'll write it down, do some research, and I think that that uh, Death Stranding one looks unreal, man. Really mm. does look super cool. It's it's really it's a really really interesting um uh, IP for sure. And and the good thing about the person who created Hideo Kojima, he is a massive film nut. He is absolutely crazy about movies. So you know if you make something really really good and he catches attention of it, no doubt you'll probably sing your praises. Yeah, it looks like just looking at it, we'd probably have to build the. Uh, environment in Unreal Engine and then green screen mm-hmm. into it, I reckon. Yeah, more um, than likely. To save money, we can do that. And then mm-hmm. I'm not, I, I can't, you know, I can't fly to Norway to do it. So it looks <laughs> no, like, it looks like Norway. <laughs> yeah. Um, like I said, mate, best of luck and keep us updated on um, whatever you decide. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for all your help, guys. Um, Wish Thanks we could have done more. Help me out a lot. You did more than enough, mate. Um, Unfortunately, there's only so out. many AWOLs and uh, Lax Hawthorns in the world, mate. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And big shout-out to AWOL for that. You know, he, he really helped out on that one, and, and so did Lax. And shout-out to the whole community for getting behind it and sharing it and, and singing praises. But um, hopefully we'll be back. And anyone watching, I'll, I'll send a Twitter out, Twitter release probably tomorrow morning. Um, maybe Tuesday morning and um, yeah, we'll go from there. We're still there. We're still part of the community. We're still going to be coming to streams. We're still hanging out. You know, I made some really good friends and uh, I, I want to keep those. So yeah. That's, yeah. That's hell yeah, man. You, you're always welcome in this community for sure. Like everything mm-hmm. you've done is just mad props to you. Thank you. Excellent. Thank you very much. Well, um, I won't take up any more of your time. I'm sure you guys got stuff to finish up. So uh <laughs> Much love, and we will talk soon. No worries, Much buddy. Love to you too. Dude. Sounds good. Okay. See you later. All the best. See you later. Bye. See ya. Bye. Well, that's sad, but yeah, it is what it is. That is heartbreaking. That 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 ugh, that's, that fucking sucks. But it is reality. So, but the, you know, he's still continuing on other projects. So, like I said, um, gotta give him a lot of props for that. So yeah. The loot from the Green Guard Towers, I I agree with you 100%, lad. It's it's just stupidity. 
absolute stupidity. I understand the, you know, like Derleth, I highly respect Derleth. I understand and probably agree with that was the motivation for doing it. But it, to me, it comes back to what the running man was talking about. It, it lessens the amount of choice. You know, mm-hmm. yes, some players will gear up just by looting the guard towers around them, but that's their choice. Exactly. Like, They're restricting Daisy choice, and is, that's a bad thing. Daisy is about choice. You 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 have to you have <laughs> to have that. And you know, the more you take away that choice, it's it starts to become a slippery slope. It's like, you know, first there was the apartments, and you know, back when obviously you know that change happened. It was kind of understandable. It was 0.63. It was beta. You know, it was completely, you know, everything was completely brand new. Not too much was known about it. That's fair enough. But as time's gone on, the CLE is is improved so much better. You know, like I said before, there's so many servers out there that, that the loot is absolutely fucking ridiculous. So unless it's something to do with consoles, I don't know. But at the same time... I, I just feel like it's an it's an unneeded change and if we could get some clarification from the dev team about the the real reason why they've done that, that would be great. But I just think it's a pointless change. There's no point in it. And yeah, the Derlep and DDU are saying that they've had um loot spawning in their servers in the apartments and it doesn't break the economy. I yeah. What do you it's, think, Mark? I, I am assuming this is, if I were to guess, I would assume it has something to do with console performance. Um, otherwise, yeah, I didn't I even don't consider see why that. Remove it. So I, I'd assume it's something to do with that, but who knows at the end of the day, right? Mm-hmm. No, exactly. It's 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 all up in arms, and until we get some actual clarification, why such a strange choice was made then obviously it's all up in arms. We can all speculate as much as we want and we can all criticise it as much as we want, but until we get that proper information, then fuck knows. Up there with uh, removing force-feeding, disinfecting and bleach for me, but anyway. Yeah, I, 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 don't, I don't understand that. Like, that, that's, that's a weird change. It's like you, you're trying to... <clears throat> what, you're trying to put a detriment on... One particular playstyle, that's that's not on. That's that's not on. People should be allowed to play Daisy in the way that they want to, as long as it's not being a cheating little bastard. You know? Wh- yep. Why restrict gameplays? Like there's no point. There's no point. Now I've got a poll going on Twitter, yet another one. Um, but we're almost into the back half of the year now, folks. So I've actually been thinking a bit about um whether we um should do the podcast awards again. Um, last year, you know, the, the Twitter word limit and all the rest of it, I was a bit limited. It was a bit of a shit show last year, to be honest, and I did cop some shit for it. Um, basically, uh, I took on too much myself, um, get, didn't plan it through enough, and by the halfway to the latter part of the awards, I was starting to panic. It didn't really show that much, but inside I was going, this is a fucking nightmare. I didn't leave myself enough time. It's not coming out the way I envisaged it. And uh, you know, it, it, it wasn't as well done as um, normal. So I'm asking for input from the community as to whether we do them again this year. What do you guys think? Um... I'm 50-50. I, I would honestly say learn from your mistakes from the last time 
and improve on it for this year. Because, you know, with the podcast, one of the really cool things about it is that it, it it's able to reflect on the past year. And there's, there's been so much stuff that, that's been discussed and obviously will be discussed. And there'll be so many high points and low points. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with doing that reflection on it. You've just got to learn from your mistakes from last time. So I honestly say, I'd say go for it. I'd say bring on the 2021 awards. Marks? Yeah, I agree with lads. Um, you know, you got people like, I'm here this year now. You know, lads going to be here as well. Ask us for help if you need it. We'll we'll host stuff if we need it. It's, there's no problems. You just got to ask and we'll we'll do mm-hmm. it and we'll crack it out if you want. But uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm, well, I'm, we'll have a bit of a uh, chinwag yeah. off air um, about yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and <laughs> the winner is, yeah. Because, okay. Uh, Maybe I'm a bit overambitious, but you know, the way I envisaged it was not how it turned out. Um, <laughs> and I really wanted to do something that the community could get behind and enjoy. And, um, you know, the majority of people are saying yes to it again, but, yeah, it needs to be something that um, um, is worthy of this community that, uh, you know, we're part of um, and try to be mm-hmm. the voice for. Okay. Um, sorry. Get on the wrong box. Um, I have to leave a bit yeah. early. Um, an, an IRL thing has come up. No worries, um, mate. I hope everything's okay. I, yeah, yeah, it's everything's fine. It's nothing too serious. Um, need to take a shit, do you? But uh, <laughs> no, not that. No, get a shit bucket. Um, I'll get one. I'll install it into my chair. Yeah, no, that's the idea of it. Game <laughs> um, but yeah, appreciate you all being on as usual. Um, I'll be out here next week as usual. Hell yeah! And no uh, worries, it's, it's it's yes, it's been lovely talking to you, Mark. So you take care of yourself. You, you have yourself a good weekend. I will do. All right, I'll um chat to you all later. So see you, mate. See you later, bud. See you later. Yeah, Dump Grad got the reference. Battlefield, uh, uh, buddies, Battlefield and friends. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> Just going to quickly recover. We had it uh, suggested, uh, I think it was Luke um, mentioned it about um, PUBG actually have an experimental server on Sony, on PlayStation. Um, and he was like, well, if PUBG are doing it, why can't DayZ do it? And it was actually pointed out to him that um, you can do it on Sony, but they want to do extensive testing and their testing takes weeks before they will allow it to go up online. Um, so yeah, when you consider that most experimental patches of DayZ last a few weeks, uh, before they go live, it's just not viable. So really no. just wanted to recover that again, that it is on Sony, why DayZ doesn't do experimental servers on so, the PlayStation platform. So yeah. Yes, so- Sony's always been like um, kind of stickler for that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. It's like um, even with like modding on console. I remember when f- the like Fallout Four modding became more prevalent um, for like the consoles. Sony was was basically saying, "Nope, you're not allowed custom assets. Everything has to be from the base game and only the base game." Whereas Xbox was like, "We don't give a shit. Have fun." So yeah, Sony's always been a stickler for that kind of stuff. Now, uh, Mod Spotlight. Um, I was looking um, on the store before, and I came across one 
from Max Cross's workshop, immersive placing. That sounded quite interesting. Uh, and it was on the uh, popular uh, list for this week as well. Um, mm-hmm. This mod adds keys which allow you to quickly drop and place items to exactly the position you want. Default X, but you can easily change it in settings. Press key to drop item in your hands at crosshair position. Hold key to show placing hologram. Press use key to place item at hologram position. You know, for those people who love their bases, this is a great little mod. And I'd love to see it in practice. Um, It's got four stars. But, yeah, it's just quite a clever little idea, I thought. It's it's that's actually really really fucking cool. I I, I spoke to Dumpgra about it like when I first done when I first started modding because they made the um well um, the the wooden crates were like placeable and stuff like that and I was like wouldn't it be really cool for like role play servers to just be able to like put stuff wherever you want like just switch the mode to to do that and it's 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 brilliant that someone's actually gone ahead and done it and mm. that's fantastic. I'm, I mean, it'll be really, really cool for those roleplay servers and probably is really, really interesting for those um those highly PvP servers where like, you know, they want to put like weapon or like a whole bunch of weapons on a table for like a screenshot yep. or just whatever. But um that that's fantastic. That's I, I love seeing shit like that on the on the workshop. It's yeah, it's new ideas. Yep. And you know, I, I'm, I'm, I might have to look into that one a little bit more. See, see how they did it. But that's that's I love that. I, I love shit like that. It's it it it's oh, it's great. Uh, sorry, I get a bit giddy when I when I find out about stuff like this. It's 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 great. I see so many mods on Steam that make me think, why couldn't the dev team do that? Yeah, Desi. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know yes. what you're talking about, mate. But yeah. <laughs> They're doing the best of what they've got, folks. Mm-hmm. Um, creator, content creator mini spotlight. This video, I, I am a huge Yon of Chinaris fan. This video had me in fucking stitches. Why I don't play Russian servers anymore. Oh, my God. Hey, man, what the fuck? I'm going to leave it there. I can't play the rest because he uses a copyrighted song. Um, which, as I've mentioned many times before, you can um, check on a YouTube video and it shows it before, but the song absolutely fits what happens. I urge you all to go watch this video right now if you want. I'd love you to stay and watch till the end of the podcast, as always, but I urge you to go and watch it. This guy is fucking good. Um this video had me in stitches. It was it's it's borderline stimpy material. <laughs> oh dear. In fact, it yeah, is I'm, it is stimpy material. And he's on the receiving <laughs> end of it. It is and, and make sure you go into the comments um and read the comments of the video as well. Someone actually uh translated something that was said to him. Um mm-hmm. but it's why I don't play Russian servers anymore. Um I've I've never played a Russian server. Have you? No, I I I. It might sound a bit horrible to say, but I stay well the hell away from Russian servers and in like Asian servers and whatnot. I just no, I I always stick to EU or US, and mm-hmm. 
on the rare occasion Australian service. It's just, just it just Ooh, doesn't interest try me. Try represent. Oh, yeah, bro. <laughs> Part of the Commonwealth. <laughs> no, but um, but yes, no, I I don't play Russian servers at all. Uh, our community spotlight, we've already talked about it, XDK. Um, can you share that um, Discord link again, mate? Yes, I certainly shall. Get in there, folks, um, and watch this space for a AUNZ server coming soon, hopefully. There you go. I, I recommend, the, uh, if you're looking at one here, I recommend Sydney for um, uh, the server base because um, it's got the direct line from overseas going into mm-hmm. Sydney. Um, and pretty much Australia is fucking massive, so it's fairly yes. centrally located as well for the majority of the Australian population. Brisbane to the north, mm-hmm. Melbourne to the south, Adelaide to the southeast, Tasmania further south, and yeah, um, best ping for everyone. Yeah, no, um, no bother at all. I'll, I'll have to tell Kef about it when um when I next speak to him. Yeah. Now this I thought was great from the dev team taking to Twitter to ask for feedback. Mm-hmm. I like that they added a funny option, but at the same time, a funny option does detract from the actual science of uh, <laughs> what they get. Um, but even some of the comments uh, was, it's a great idea to get feedback from the community via Twitter. Because mm-hmm. not everyone goes to their forums. Not everyone goes to Reddit. Um, as many sources as possible for getting the uh, information from. So, yeah. Um, great to see them still engaging with the community uh, in new and wonderful ways. So it's 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 a, it's a much play. yeah it's 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 fucking it's really really nice to see that they are taking that kind of approach. Um, you know, Scott he's doing a he's doing a really really bang up job um, with the um, public side of things for DZ. He's, he's doing really really well, and you know, considering how one twelve was it's probably really important that the daisy devs start to actually listen to the community a bit more about stuff like that you know modded servers they probably obviously won't care but you know at this point the updates are more important for the console players and you know even if they can get their feedback across that's fantastic that's what i really like to see mate we're almost done any um individual um highlights for you um, honestly, um, I've been sleeping pretty much all week after I found out I got the job, so <laughs> afraid not. Um, I, I will actually, I will have to actually say, um, Wellington again, uh, like I said, the last time I was on the podcast, he's been doing really, really good work with his, um, with his screenshots, with his wallpapers. Mm-hmm. Um, he's doing really, really, really good stuff. Really, really nice. Um, you got a link shots overall. Uh, he actually just put up a tweet just here. I shall post it in the. Um, nope, that's. I don't want to inspect Twitch. Nope. <laughs> uh, I just posted it in the um, the chat for Twitch. Um, but I also. Oh fuck! I just I just had it there for a second, and it's gone. No, you posted. Oh, sh- it. oh yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. So I was, I was, I was gonna say. Um, I also want to give like a shout out to um, um, Asmund for a new DZ tips image. He used Fuck one of my. Yeah, images. that was gonna be mine. He, I, I <laughs> love my dream. He's probably 
my S tier person to get on the podcast as a guest. He's just such yes. a selfless person who does so much for the community and never asks, won't even let me send him a fucking coffee mug because he reckons it'll get broken <laughs> in the fucking mail. <laughs> Bless. Mario yeah, said the same like, to me, actually, um, by the way. Mario um, from the animation and AI stuff uh, said the same. Mm. It'll get broken in the mail. Don't worry about it, mate. You know, just two guys who are very selfless. Damn right, damn right. Like, Asmund, he's, he's, I remember, you know, he's started using my artwork for quite some time for a couple of his, like, tips. Yep. Um, uh, images, and, you know, that was like a, like, holy shit, that was like a big thing for me because ever yeah. since I started being public with the artwork, you know, he's he's always been there. He's always been there to give us support. So it's always nice for him to do something like that. And he, he's always doing a fucking bang-up job. Absolutely fucking bang-up job. So props to him. Folks, thank you once again. Lad, how was your first episode, mate? <laughs> no, it was it was great. It was it was really really nice to like to be able to talk about all these uh, different topics. It was a shame that we couldn't get our guests on. I would love to have heard about them, um, about their you know their their viewpoints and opinions on some of the topics that we discussed. Look, we'll try to get them both on again. Obviously, something come up for Doctor V. I know he was quite excited about coming on. Um, we had discussed it, so mm -hmm. uh, I hope everything's okay, Doctor V. Um, same for you, Red Freedom. Um, and we will look at trying to get you on in both on into a future episode as well, folks. So, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's been absolutely wonderful. And, you know, it's, 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 it's great to be part of the team and I can't wait for next weekend already. It's going to be Brilliant, great. mate. Thank you so, so much, everyone. Um, and we will see you next week. Same time, same place. Our guest next week need to do the big drum roll announcement is... Jad and Gecko Fish. Oh, Gecko! Fucking yes, lad! <laughs> Still got to confirm Gecko Fish, but um, I've been chatting with Jad about it. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, Jad's an amazing modder himself. Um, and Gecko Fish, well, who hasn't heard of Gecko Fish? Jad guaranteed he could get yes. Gecko Fish for me. So, yeah. Yeah, Fingers crossed. Gecko Fish, he's been... He's been an absolute fucking star when it comes to like XDK as well. So I'd love to meet him and thank him personally for everything he's done. So mm -hmm. fucking top watching him. No worries then. All the best, everyone, and we will see you next week. Say bye bye. Take care, everyone. Much love. And ciao for now. <laughs>